Welcome back, everybody, to episode two of the Frosted Tavern. Today, we're being joined by our wonderful Naomi Zieling, <laughs> which I think I got it well right. Pronounced. Uh, which is a, uh, she's a lead game designer at Jaeger Studios. Um, she's a, a one and only, a true one, and a, a true believer as well. And uh, I was well today. We're being joined by my lovely Anna, who's going to be joining us on the bottom section of this podcast today. It's so lovely to meet you. Um, she's I've a part of. To, Anna. Yeah, she's part of the wow. furniture mafia. So if you guys oh, have any furniture mafia related questions, please direct questions? them towards her. Yeah. But uh, or real estate, I can do that too. Okay, fair enough. So we're just gonna jump right into it, and uh, I want to start off by saying, me thank you for being here today. It's a pleasure to have you on. And um, My I've always been a big fan. Always wanted to uh, meet you as well. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, the Jesus is <laughs> as is if we haven't met already. Mode. Yeah, we're in full power Jesus mode today. Um, Are we? Hey, hello, hello, buddy. Um, but yeah, I want to start off by letting you speak a little bit about yourself, um, what you're doing, how uh, you know, how has this year started off for you? How is twenty twenty? Well, uh, first of all, actually, I wanted to take a second and say cheers because I've been waiting to drink this until now. So cheers! I hope you've uh, got cheers. something ready. Oh yeah. I have water because no, no, don't you know. worry. We got we got whiskey. Stay hydrated. We got whiskey. Hey, Stephen. Hey, oh, yeah. Carla. Hey, Carla's in here too. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, she's waving from across the room. She'll probably come over sometime. We'll yeah. take a little drop in. You can we'll see her in the <laughs> reflection. <laughs> reflection. Hello. Hello. I love your hair. It's very cool. I lo absolutely love your hair. They they love your hair. Well, I guess you can hear her. Huh? Thank late. you. Welcome. Oh, you guys. Look, thank you. You guys look amazing together. Um, you know what? Let's just start it off with uh yeah, with a question. Okay. Directed towards you guys. Uh, when did you guys meet? Oh, we we are we skipping all of the other the the fluff, the rubbish, the icebreakers. We're, we're, we're gonna skip. Into it. We're gonna skip all of that. Straight into it. Okay, yeah. I see. Uh, where did we meet? Actually, um, so we've been together now a year and a half, a bit a bit more, like year and eight months, I think, something around there, seven months maybe. Um, so we both go to the same university, study game design. She's going to be a level designer. I'm, I'm more on the game design side of it. And, um, we were at a, a party hosted by our university. So I was, I was pretty active in, in our uni's, um, kind of student council, student union. And we hosted this, like we had one good party that we hosted where we rented a fucking club and everything for it. And it was that party where we met. We both ended up outside at like 2 a.m. I think, uh, you know, for a smoke break. And and then we just ran into each other again the next week. There was a big game design event going down. Ika, um, best hair of the three girls. Fuck you. Fuck you exactly. Fuck you. Yeah, it's okay. They can be jealous. Don't worry about it. Not the first, not the last. Uh, <laughs> there was a, like a large... Um, there's a large event in Berlin that happens every year. Well, not this year, mm. not last year, um, which goes on for like a week. And it's a lot of game game design, game development stuff. Uh, they kind of display some new games. They have some talks. And this was like the week right after we had that um, uni party. So we saw each other there. And then we saw each other a bunch of times at this game um, game design Berlin week. And then after that, we just, you know, we headed off. We were, we were chilling. 
chilling all the time and uh yeah i don't know <laughs> that's so cute it, it kind of it kind of clicked very very fast i think yeah i uh, had one drop i am um, yeah you could change the title but forgot to hit okay <laughs> so we, we leave it as it so it's okay we fix that it's okay um hey that's kind of cute what's the title so you guys met through through basically like pursuing the same same career path and uh meeting each other that's very cute. yeah i mean uh, i we we saw each other kind of a bit before that as well but it was more of a like oh hey hello in the uh, in the hallway and then yeah, me and first I conversation like, you know uh, me and, and I then always it sparked running. something yeah, yeah sparked something indeed yeah that's how we started that's with good because me and anna would run into each other every day almost and then we'd never talk to each other and then one day we just said hello and it just um one thing led to another and she fell in love with it's kind of sus <laughs> it's, it's about the sad. first one or the second one? Oh no the second one was pure you i was ignoring you after that she, well i mean look we'll, we'll get into that as yeah. well tonight <laughs> yeah, ladies we'll, and gentlemen yeah, yeah you know there was the first jesus. time and the second time but jesus yeah the yeah, first yeah, time uh, the first time um you we met officially through mutual friends and then that kind of started it all, didn't it? I'm a professional. And as dressed as a banana. And a Listen, banana. And a banana. I'm cozy in this, okay? And I haven't done laundry yet. So just, I'll be a banana for you. That's fine. Anna looks cute in yellow too. But uh, yeah, okay, cool. Are, are we showing off? Uh, look, look what I have. I have this extremely cute. Is that a warmer? Uh, oh my God. It's a, it's a, a heat pack? It's a warmer. Yes, it's exactly. Oh, it's so cute. Warm, I warm water inside. I haven't, I haven't seen that ever since, like, you know, I was in uh, Soviet Union times Georgia. Where we used to keep I'm that. sure they have penguins on it there as well. Yeah, we had well we used to keep put it in our feet because um our heating was uh, basically firewood in the oven. And we'd like that would be the heating for the house and then we throw a bottle of uh, we'd fill that up with boiling water and put it on the feet so you know, like it'd be nice and toasties at nighttime. Mm. Dude, we we actually kind of missed the the heating, like the do it yourself heating. Really? With uh, uh we we had a nice uh, what do we have going last uh last year around christmas time we had our big ass fucking what is it 65 inch telly we just put like 10 hour fireplace uh asmr video on oh loop and just oh had it oh my god that reminds me so good that reminds me of a time I was so drunk going by this house and we turned on the same thing, the fireplace. It's like a TV station that literally just mm -hmm. has a fireplace on repeat. On, and, it's on belt. And my buddy's, yeah. sitting, my buddy's yeah. sitting there with his legs on the table and he's like, bro, my legs are getting hot from the fire. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, but hey, a, oh, no. a lot of it, hey, like, it's know, all placebo. It is placebo and being mm -hmm. nice and toasty is also, also very nice. But there it's is nice to be nice and toasties. Yes, mostly in the Canadian winter times, like our bipolar weather is insane. It's like negative and then like plus one and then negative. And it hasn't been cold yet, surprisingly. I feel like global warming is a really It hasn't cold. been cold? It's not that cold. I Are mean, you today, kidding me? It was absolutely horrible yesterday and the day before that. What do you mean it hasn't been cold? This is Canada, okay? Yes, Canada is nice. Seems like you have it's some brutal. issues to unpack there as well. Hey, Nemi, do you uh, by any chance do any winter sports? Oh yeah, of course, all the time. I'm a huge no. Uh, we used to go go like skiing or snowboarding once a year, but that's kind of fallen off. 
a while ago. I don't know. So this... It was kind of a t kind of a family thing, and then you know we got older, then we didn't always take our trips together anymore. Yeah. So it's probably been like it's been definitely five years since I've I've been on the snow, like either skiing or snowboarding. But I kind of miss it. I mean, by now I'm also more. I'm I'm very much trying to be, you know, environmentally cautious, trying not to travel as much if I can avoid it. And then if I do try and take trains and, and not, you know, fly or drive a really long, long, long distance in the car. So it's just kind of fallen off, but I, I, I do miss it. I'd like to go, go for some more snowboarding. snowboarding I did okay. almost exclusively skiing just because that's how I started. And okay. then I did like one year snowboarding and it was awesome. And then I don't know, I never, I never went back on that. So yeah, I can't do, so I, I, I can't guess do, it's on my list. I can't do skiing. I tried skiing and I like bled because everything, it was like, like snow, it was like icy snow. And I literally just went down the hill. Bled, and the first thing I did is just fall and I use my arms to catch myself. And just cuts everywhere and that was the last time i ever tried skiing so i only snowboard that was my gonna be my question to you if you ski or that's snowboard. that's weird though because isn't usually snowboarding the one where you end up with more shit that's yeah, broken I, don't know. Like... I, I guess for me it was like my body and like what i found more comfortable was to snowboard and found it easier for me and personally like to go down the hill and control it better anna um doesn't do I, either i, I see that now i don't do any of winter sports um i am very accident prone as you can see i took one step and uh <laughs> tore my meniscus so um i mean the most i would do and i used to do is ice skating but that's because i used to rollerblade religiously like for six years i used to just rollerblade everywhere like to school from school i would be outside until like one in the morning rollerblading um i'm more of a summer person so i don't like you guys can go skiing and snowboarding. I can go maybe tubing, but I don't tubing. like being out in the cold. So you I'll just curling. Yeah, I'll just curling. Uh, I'll sit in the chalet with a hot cup of uh, spiked cocoa, and then I'll be good to go. I'll watch you, you guys see, from afar. That's my problem. I am like, I really recall this so clearly from when I was skiing. I always hated the whole the start and finish part of it, or like snowboarding mm -hmm. as well. Is every fucking morning you have to go down to the whatever locker room where everyone's stinky socks are filling the air and you're in like three you know you're wearing a fucking jumpsuit over i don't know khakis yeah, yeah. and then all your winter gear and then you fucking gear up and you head out and then you know then you forget about it and then yeah. you, you drive off you have fun and then the, the time when you try and go back in you, you like take a break you're somewhere somewhere on the middle of the mountain you're taking a break you're like oh nice take off all your your fucking heavy shoes go have a okay. cup of cocoa or something eat some like worm soup and then you're like wait i have to go out there again again yeah yeah no, mostly when you put on all these things and like walking in ski boots or snow boots is super difficult because your ankle mm. doesn't flex it's like straight for sure so you have to like walk like like a penguin kind of facts and uh yeah, and, then facts, facts. and then going inside going inside uh afterwards is just a pain in the ass to like take those off undress get drunk redress go back out then you're but the good thing is i honestly one it keeps you safe obviously uh, danny feelings what does that mean what oh, does that mean? Yeah. And um, buddy, do I, I, I look like reference. someone that makes bracelets? Do I look like someone that makes bracelets? You look like what a... kind of bracelets? Voodoo bracelets with the gemstones and 
stuff. Then, then no, but like, like you know, little pink ones with like crested uh, ice cream or some shit like that. I could see that. Yeah, Nemi is from Germany. From that, she's from Berlin. Well, at least you residing. Answer the questions for me. You're supposed to ask me. You're shit at this. Oh, sorry, Nemi. Where were you born? Uh Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Kuala Lumpur. No, I'm, yeah, I'm from Berlin. Berlin. Oh, look at that. Should host it. See, but I, as a host, I should know these things and introduce and you know answer. All right, uh, I'll see. Uh, that's fair. So please introduce me to the city of Berlin. What's like? What is there to see? You know, what's as soon what's as you happening? go to Berlin, you have uh, yeah, you, you can only go to Berlin from Friday to Monday, uh, and then that's correct. Yes, and then once you go to Berlin on Friday, um, you walk in Bergen if you get allowed in. If you get in, you can stay there up until Monday, and then once you leave on Monday, that's that's it. That's Berlin, that's, and you can leave. Uh, that's Bergheim, not Bergen, but. Berlin. Is Berlin as crazy as they say? I, I would say Berlin is as crazy as they say. There's My definitely some sides to Berlin that, that aren't crazy, but, um, you know, the, yeah, you the crazy stuff is all true. I'm going to be right back. Um, As my fucking hosts ignore me. No, no, no. My mom is. Uh, my mom just came for some reason. She wants in. She like hook her up, dude. Fourth, <laughs> fourth, fourth camera. Fourth, let's go. No, 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 no. I think Berlin is as crazy. My sister has been there. <laughs> my sister went to Berlin, I believe, last year before this whole COVID thing started. Uh, not even last mm. year. The year before last year. I forgot we're in 2021 already. <laughs> that would be 2019. That, that was just two years ago, actually. Okay. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. So she was <laughs> there. Um, she went there for a week and then went to uh, Belgium as well, but uh, she didn't get inside Bergheim. They didn't allow her in. She, they looked at her and they're like, nope, you out. <laughs> she tried two I've, days. I've never been to Bergheim, but that's because I know that there's, you know, you just turn up there and it's not, even if you're wearing all the right stuff, because it's always about how you carry yourself and what you wear mm-hmm. to get, get into clubs. You know, you've got to, got to put your, put your sexy moves on or, you know, wear your, skimpiest I just dress or, Jesus. you know your your leather fetish gear and you still like they they still just reject you if they feel like it so i've never been to back because i don't feel like standing in in line for two hours and then or yeah, no, I get however it, long yeah, and then yeah, not getting in of course. i'd rather go to other cool other. clubs where you don't get see for me they, they get rejected like, i think they'll oh. allow the jesus to go inside bergen oh god Buddy stayed. Uh, you have to come in the gear if you're in like you know a fucking toga and you've got some disciples behind you. I'm sure they they would hook you up. No, of course I'm gonna wear like a robe, a white robe, and like a yes, little thing on my yes. head, and just walk mm-hmm. in. And then I'll have like a followers, and then they'll all be like have them. pull like a donkey behind you. Yeah, That's... yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm, I. You know, you know who they would From let the in. Stories I've Sky. seen. Sky. They would let Sky, Sky would get in hundred percent. Yeah, Sky you just, would be you in. duct tape yourself to the underbelly of Sky and hope <laughs> and just, oh, carries like a, you in. Like a fucking Trojan yeah. horse. <laughs> Trojan horse, yeah, 100%. Uh, Georgian horse. That's... Georgian horse, ooh. The Georgian horse. Ooh, uh, I, I, could look, I could look like a Georgian horse too if I wanted, you know. Just saying, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a man of multiple talents, obviously. <laughs> but uh, actually, to, to go from this conversation to the next one, I do have a question. Um to both you guys so i know anna's really into like horoscopes and stuff like that like and and she does all my readings and tells me like where i'm gonna make a mistake in the future or not and um which is honestly easy pickings because that's like shooting fish in a barrel yeah you know 
<laughs> but uh, my question would go off is like how much of that do you guys believe and like what is like uh, your most recent readings if you did one <clears throat> and i know anna has one so she should probably be willing to share Ika, that's a um, really interesting question question to you Ika, mm. do you know the time that you were born at the time like the like the actual time yes yeah. the time it matters yes I do it know does the matter exact time okay let me hold on and let me um pull up a natal chart for you yeah, and was, let's see how compatible we actually are Ika. i was born march, this is the content i'm here for honestly yeah i was born march 10th uh march 10th. march 10th bro i already march guessed my, okay i got my birthday wrong i was born march 22nd in 1995 mm -hmm. at either 7 p.m <laughs> either ika sus ika's lying about everything am i really who uh -huh. i am no, no okay yeah so march 10th no i'm just joking march uh 22nd about 10 p.m it's either 7 or 10 p.m but i think it was 10 p.m because i was born after one of my mom's friends so i would say 10 p.m would be the right time what just like 10 on the dot yeah it was like 10 like on the dot like on the dot p.m you sure you yeah, sure yeah yeah you, you were just not sure you know just a minute ago okay you know what all right let me call my mom right now call she was banging up just let the poor she, woman yeah, in so so no so she actually uh sent over um your brother uh, asking us if we have any beer because uh, they're making kinkali oh beer i don't have any beer I need to explain what Hinkali is to me. Oh my god, Hinkali is a Oh, it's delicious. It's, it's the best thing ever. It's a Georgian dumpling. Okay, give me a second. Oh, okay. So it's like pierogi. Roma sazi dogi, but this is a sad thing to give up. Shudi Hreboda. Okay, okay. I love you. Wait. Okay, so I was born at 7 p.m. It's not 10, sweetie. Just you were just sure. Yeah, I know, but didn't I say either seven or ten? And I was like, and nice. you were and then born I asked if you were willing to double down on ten. And then, then I called my mom, so now everything is good. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you were born in Bolnisi, yes? Yes, Bolnisi. Or if you were born, you would have been really. What do you mean? Oh no, I can hear myself laughing in the background. No, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Don't worry about it. That's a good thing. Um, if you were born at yeah, so I was born around. My mom said it was just about seven p.m. So it was like almost seven p.m. So probably like let's say six fifty-five. Also cool that she just you know knows that off I'm, the top of her head. As had, well. Yeah, it was a pressure too. I'm like, hi mom, hi hi. What time exactly was I born? She's like, what? I'm like, the time I was born. She's like, seven. I'm like, cool. Seems like a cool mom. Yeah, my mom is cool as cool cool as fuck she's like the most she's like the most outgoing uh stubborn old eastern european you'll ever meet she's like really open-minded about new things and like the way the world is changing and stuff like that but she's very stubborn about like her own uh, um not like there's a special word for it like let's say culture like her old culture like her old like principles that she grew up with she sticks with like uh and, and superstitions hi tikuna welcome welcome and then um oh hi tiku so she's really like stubborn about that but like everything else she's cool about like my mom um tried uh one time some stuff to um, you know some green green herbs some, stuff. Uh, some medical mm, herbs i see and, and that was like the biggest shock to my life she's only done it once it was just something to, like she wanted to try um and that was a very fun moment watching my mom eat a bunch of pizza slices too <laughs> but like like i said my mom is a cool cool person babe um 
did you figure out the time and everything? Uh, I need your email. Email, okay, I-K-A-C-H-A-K at gmail.com. Oh, at gmail.com? Yeah, that, that, okay. that's my spam email, so don't worry about it. You can, you can, okay. you, you can, no, 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 cool. buddy, Okay, let's go. Send let's go, Ika. So obviously your son is Aries, right? Because, duh. You've got yeah. a son already? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just keep, keep going. Keep we, going. We're cutting that. We're cutting that. Okay. Um, your ascending is Virgo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lord have mercy. Uh, your moon is Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Your Mercury is in Pisces. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, your Venus is Aquarius. My Venus is Aquarius. What a sentence. Lord. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't. You go. Your penis is cancer. <laughs> your Mars yeah, is Leo. True. It's, it's very true because it just never stops growing, oh. you know? Well, mine is way easier than this. Yeah, dude, babe, I, I don't know what you're looking up. Let me just do this. Uh, you poor thing. You poor thing. Aries. Hold on. What do you want to know about? What do you want to know about? Do you want to know about your love life? Tell, tell me what my future holds. You don't do that with the natal chart. Okay, I'm going to simple. Yes, I'm going to pick a card. All right. This. Mine is so easy. Are you ready to hear mine? Mine is so easy. My son is in cancer, right? Obviously, my Leo is, sorry, my moon is in Leo. And then my uh, ascending is Libra. Very nice. Libra, very, very good sign. Nice. Uh, probably because you're a Libra, right? <laughs> Got it. Yes, uh, if I if I still remember everything correctly, my, my son is Libra. My moon is Aquarius. My ascendant is Gemini. And like everything else is also Aquarius. For me, like, mine is... Amazing. I've got like five Aquarii in there. I have... A lot of Leo and a lot of Aquarius. So that's what I have. I'm that's just great. all air. Okay. All right. My name, I'm gendered, date of birth. Okay. So I'm doing the same thing right now. Okay. So what would you say, like going off of the same topic, like what would be like your most spiritual experience that you, like, you've ever been through? Like, we some... didn't even answer the original question. Yeah. Because you'd be going like far off behind. It's like, you know, like we're being so sidetracked on everything. You have to circle back. You're the okay. host, man. All right. All right. All right. All right. Off on the same topic, finishing off, Nemi. Um, what, you believe in horoscopes, I, as you already mentioned. I never said that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Quote me when. Quote. Link me the timestamp. It was back when we started this whole first question. You nodded your head. Yeah, so that's what I do. I'm like, yes, I'm paying attention to what you're saying. It's like a thing, you know. <laughs> I also move my chair. That doesn't mean I'm shaking my head. Yeah, well. See, it could be if I may actually talk about the question that you posed, yes, because I think it's an interesting question. Yes, please, please. please. Um, I definitely wouldn't say that I straight up believe in horoscopes as they are. Like, I don't think you can look up in a magazine that some somebody wrote, you know, whether you're gonna have a good day or whether something terrible is gonna happen to you. I think those things always kind of are written in somewhat broad strokes to make sure that. You know, it covers a lot of ground, but what I do, like, uh, what I do think, and I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of tarot. Like, at first, I would say I just liked it because it was cool, you know, when I was 10 and I didn't understand much of anything. I was like, 
they have all these cards and they're super cool and I like card games and you know predict the future with them that seems pretty cool so tarot and then the more I like moved into that now also spiritually I think it's I think that you can use tarot and horoscopes or any kind of um prophecy or or telling the future stuff in that sense is as a way of figuring shit out for yourself because it's Mm -hmm. always about what the cards or whatever it is means to you and what i generally do is if i you know if i get stuck on something and i'm really not sure how to proceed from there i i think it's fun to you know you light some candles and you uh, lay out a, a tarot spread and then you just look at it and you read maybe again what the cards mean if you don't remember and you're like well now i now i'm starting to think about all these things that these cards are bringing up and then i ultimately have to make the decision i'm not gonna flip a card and be like oh well i should quit this job now or i should yeah you know go on this venture but it's like yeah okay so if i got the card that's you know i i drew the tower and death and then maybe i should think about what kind of things i'm really afraid are gonna not work out for me and then how can i prevent those from going wrong or maybe it's inevitable and i don't know i i just think it it is crutch is the wrong word but like it it supplements your own thinking about your own problems that's Mm. how i see it that's why i you know whether or not it actually has the power to predict the future i i definitely think there's some some merit to it in terms of helping yourself i could agree with that I could agree with that. I mean, personally, for me, like I do a lot of. You all have a long, beautiful hair. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, I personally like horoscopes much. Like in my opinion, like Aries, this is my sign, and like that, I I'm kind of happy with. Like the fact that like every day there's a new horoscope telling Aries like how to live their day and what's not gonna happen. Like that, personally, I don't believe in. But I, I do definitely. <laughs> <laughs> i do definitely believe that uh, there is like tarot card readings and stuff like that there is an element of spirituality that comes into existence in the world that is like a a, a thing that we can't really yeah. describe but it's like this energy that like is there and like some voodoo readings is a, is very 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 i don't know in a, in a way like real to some people for sure but i find like they're all in a way like real in their own sense like i find witchcraft and stuff like that is something that i i I think is somehow real in the in the world. It is. Yeah, I'm I'm a pagan witch. I'm a pagan witch. Anna is a so, g- gypsy witch. Just saying. That is fucking cool, Anna. Okay, can we just kick Ika and like just talk <laughs> to it. two of us? Bro? Yeah, hundred percent. I was planning on calling up my best friend, who's also into this, and we were about to like have a séance in our apartment because our apartment's haunted. Without me, I've heard this apartment haunted story. I think it's a super super. Uh interesting story which you have already told on stream right yes yes oh, i mean back. yeah it's back for vengeance it's not back it's for back vengeance for a little oh, while, it's not back, it's back for vengeance that's a little but it is back but not for vengeance like there's times where me and anna were like she's working and i'm like streaming and like something is behind me and it walks and it goes like and he just taps anna on the shoulder and anna's like what and she looks at me it's like hey did you just touch me i'm like no and I'm like, oh shit! And like, it's it's like yeah. a presence that like it's a presence that we feel constantly in the house. I would always have every light on in that house. Oh yeah, I don't turn on in the office. Like this, like my my face light that I have on my face is never off. Like never. 
But I find I find that like there like some ghosts are like very peaceful, and there are some like probably that are aggressive. I feel like the one that we have is like more of a of a peaceful ghost, in a sense. I guess. Thank God, because um, before you moved in, um, um, I know exactly who's um, haunting me, which is fine. I know exactly who is in this apartment, and I have. Um, her wedding band to prove it. And for some reason, my mom didn't like sell it off or anything. So she's still technically attached to her wedding band. And it's uh, my grandmother that, uh, my yeah. step-grandmother that passed away on my birthday, um, like 10 years ago, more, I think, yeah. 11, 12 years ago, something like that. And then before uh, my mom left, she's like, here, here's all this jewelry, you know? Um, and I'm like, I open it. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. What's this? And then she's like, okay, well, this is uh, your stepdad's uh, wedding band. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, whose is this? And then she's like, oh, that's his mom's. And I'm just like, why do we still have this in this house? I don't get it. For, to anybody who's wondering where the slight anger is coming from, it's coming from the fact that Anna's uh, step-grandma uh, tried to, on not just one occasion, but a few occasions to, um, let's, uh, let's say, delete her off this planet. Which wasn't, uh, <laughs> which wasn't obviously yeah, a nice... somehow make it worse with that phrasing. But um, yeah. I'm sorry, Anna, I knew the story, but I now have more context about the Yeah, there's, there's, well, so. there is, um, yeah. obviously I'm trying yeah. to put a little light into, into a dark situation. Uh, but uh, on multiple occasions, uh, one of them was like, she tried to push Anna in front of a car. I mean, I tried, she did. Hi, Vincent. Hello, Vincent, Vincent. Welcome, welcome. Um, but yeah, so um, Anna's grandma try to, like I said, delete Anna from this planet, which didn't yeah. work uh, at all. And then um, as karma goes around and then comes around, uh, Anna's grandma passed away on Anna's birthday, which is, uh, I think, is a blessing because, you know, at a the wonderful end, present. Yes. Is it role play? <laughs> what are you? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. Um, but uh so yeah we do believe that uh there's a ghost here i feel like at one point we had multiple ghosts in the in this apartment mm -hmm. i believe like there was one time where i felt like anna's grandpa uh in the apartment and uh now that we put up a picture on his house i feel like sometimes he talks to me like i'm just chilling watching some tv and i look over at his picture and he like he's like the picture like smiles back and kind of like gives me like a like a signal of energy and then that it has like information inside of it like i don't know how to say it it's not like words he doesn't talk to me with words. It's like this burst of energy that would hit me. And then I would understand what it means. And then like, I, I just go off from that. And it's, it's a very weird thing. Like I, I would say like, I wasn't much like a hundred percent into the spiritual stuff uh, when I was younger, but as I grew up and started living my life and getting more like experiences with everything, um, I started believing more. Uh, one of them is obviously by me going on my wonderful trips, obviously <clears throat> cough, cough. Those trips have uh, opened up, uh, opened up my eyes and my uh, emotions. I'm, and I'm my sorry, I just have to stop you for a second because Anna is giving me epilepsy with okay. her. I will, uh, I, I will return so real quick. You guys just keep talking. I'm going to go my over camera. to camera. It's my camera. I can't do anything. Okay, this laptop is like six years old, guys. It may be a gaming laptop, but it, it gave, gives me seizures too. Well, you can that's sit next to Ethan, you know? You could, you could double cam it. That's, just that's what I wanted to do, but he... He was like, absolutely not. Like, what? you just go into the living room and you have your own thing. You think that, that you think that helps? You think that helps? It still is. There's still a, a seizure happening. Okay. Okay. It's better when he's in frame. It's fine. I think I fixed it. Oh, when no, see, no, when it's back. 
It's fixed. It's back. Oh, it's not fixed. Oh. Oh. Just, just take this as a sign. That, um, uh, no, no, this is not a sign. This is this is how life is. This is life. This is life, he says. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a sign. It's a sign. Haunted uh, everywhere I go. Right now, real quick, and then I should fix everything else. The, trust me, I've been having this issue. It's the wrong way around, isn't it? Oh no, it's the right way around. What is he doing? And what did that do? It fixed it. No. Did it not fix it? No. It's just, it's uh -oh. probably the white wall and it's uh -oh. trying to adjust to Anna and then it's adjusting to the wall and then it's adjusting to Anna and then it's adjusting <laughs> to the wall. Why is your camera like dimming and not dimming? Um, dance party. Anna's just raving, guys. Come on. Dance party is what this is. All right, let's see if it's. I mean, show. it's fine for me if you think it's fine. What, what do the viewers think? What do the people think? Yeah, that's way better. Way better. Way better. Yes, way better. Okay, hold yeah, on. You see? Natural things happen all around my family and in our homes, but I'm the only one in the fam that has had little to nothing happen around me other than a super crazy real dream. I fixed it. You're so smart fixing it with what I said. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Um, obviously, this should have been done before we started, but you know, like you, you live and you learn from mistakes, everybody. Okay. Happen all around. So, what were we talking about? Uh, right, yeah. I was saying that there's multiple goals. One of them was a, you know, her routine lights would check. <laughs> um, epilepsy. I mean, no, no, we're not going back to epilepsy, unfortunately. I think this lighting is a little bit better too. But um, yeah, so back to what I was saying. So, I, um, after like living through my life and like kind of growing up, like I've experienced a lot of trips and these trips have opened up my eyes into like a different meeting and different understanding of life and like its priorities and like the energy that everything is like alive and breathing and moving and kind of like working in the unison which then opened up my eyes into like the spiritual side of the world understanding that like if everything is alive and there's energy non-stop flowing throughout our planet then like is it really so hard to believe that like there is a such thing as like a life after death and like ghosts that would come around the earth and people who haven't moved on from this life and it's weird because like some people would say like this is complete horseshit and like nobody believes it but like from my personal experiences like i've i've experienced some things that are just like unexplainable like to put it the least like things that like words cannot be put in, like to explain what happened and how it happened and stuff like that and it just uh and i feel like i'm not like the only one who who's felt the same way everything is explainable no, of course not I would say that yeah, that's that's kind of the, the problem, right? Is that if it's non-falsifiable and a lot of these things are non-falsifiable, then it's kind of hard to well it, yeah. that's like the definition of something where you can't actually figure out if it's if it's true or not. But I also if I kind of think back to, you know, all of the stuff that people used to believe in before we really figured out science, I kind of tend to have this thought of well, we think that we figured out science. Not saying that our science is wrong, but you know, we there's still a lot of things that we have yet to uncover, and maybe some of those just uh, things are, are things that we like to see as spiritual things, but that will turn out in a few hundred years to just have been something that we don't understand yet, or maybe yeah. 
uh, there is some something that ties everything together that we also have not yet figured out. So. Mm -hmm. Just because you can't explain it right now doesn't mean eventually it cannot be explained, which is, again, like I said, buddy crack, eventually, yes, everything can be explained, but it doesn't mean that we can't explain it right now. Like, yeah. like I was watching, like, I, I like to watch a lot of, like, conspiracy things and, like, documentaries and shows and stuff like that. And, and like, <laughs> What's the, the flat Earth documentary on Netflix is uh, still... Like I, I cannot stop recommending that to people. Flat Earth documentary again. I think, if you haven't I think done... we watched. Uh, I, I think it was, it was uh, Life After Death that we watched together recently. Where at one point, Ika and I are both sitting there, and we're just like, okay, the first few episodes, we're like, ugh, you know, whatever. But then the last three episodes really like pulled us in, and at one point, we were both sitting there, and like uh, the people in the show were explaining something happening, and like I got severe chills from what they said and it was actually proven that it you know was true and it did happen and all of that so yes some things you can explain to a certain extent but then at the end of the day a lot of things in this world you can't really explain now and like i don't even know if we're going to be alive when these things are going to be fully explained you know oh, no. Sure. So no, like, no 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 we won't so like going however on, long it will ever take so, so like going on like what anna's saying right now so the show what we were saying is um uh, it's a new netflix show it's uh something about uh, life after death and then in an episode a guy says like his dad um was sleeping and he would uh from the window he would hear his cousin yelling for help like uh calling for help he's like hey help help and he would wake up at like two in the morning look outside there was nobody there and he would be in bed fall back asleep he would wake up again and hear the same noise he went outside and his cousin wasn't there and the next day he wakes up to a phone call from his other cousin saying that his cousin passed away from a self-inflicted gunshot wound right um around the same time around 2 a.m when he was hearing his cousin call for him which like uh, is something i can relate to because when one of my friends passed away the same night he took his own life um about like I don't know, around the same time he was doing that, I had a sudden urge that I'm like, yo, um, you should give uh, Dennis a call, you know, like you should check on him, see how he's doing. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I like in my head, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to do that. As soon as I wake up tomorrow, I'll give him a call, see what he's doing. And then uh, I went to sleep and I woke up uh, the next day to a phone call saying that Dennis is no longer with us. And that's something like that I related to when I was watching the show because I had the exact same experience. Like I felt something and um, like like calling out for me before it even happened and then that's the same story that we saw and that's yeah. a, that's something that not just i've experienced but i think like it's a, it's a story that can be like shared so i've people. i've connected with it on a very personal level when we watched that part of the show because uh before my grandfather passed away um three days before he passed away i got severe severe pain in my kidneys and in my liver i couldn't go to school i couldn't go to work i couldn't move Right. So I was basically bedridden. And then around Monday morning at like four in the morning, um, all of a sudden I hear my mom's phone ringing and I know who it is. It's my grandma calling with my grandpa. You know, it's something having to do with them. So then I wake up, I run to her. I'm like, mom, your phone is ringing. She literally gets up. She looks at me. She's like, how dare you have the audacity to wake me up at 4 a.m.? You know, nothing is ringing. Everything is fine. I'm like, no, mom. I'm like, seriously, your phone is ringing. Something's wrong with grandpa. Right. And at the same time, the pain that I was feeling intensified significantly. So then as soon as, you know, my mom's like, just go to sleep, you know, whatever. Let me sleep until I have to go to work. So I'm like, okay, as soon as I walk to my room, um, all of a sudden, my mom's phone starts ringing. 
right? And she's like, what the fuck, right? So then obviously I run and I'm like, answer that right now, it's grandma, right? So then the whole thing happens, she answers it. Uh, so listen, buddy, so listen, I will explain to you, right? So then he gets rushed to the hospital, we're staying on video chat with my grandma and her best friend and my grandfather's there. And so obviously it was very um, difficult to watch because he's laying there and they're putting, they're pouring blood into him, blood is coming out and all of that stuff. And so at the end of it, uh, when he did pass away, uh, my pain in my kidneys and in my liver went away. And I didn't know that his tumor now moved on to his liver and his kidneys from his pancreas and it exploded in those areas. So as soon as he passed on, all the pain that I was feeling and I was considering going to the hospital to check it out went away with him. So at that point, when I really, really connected to the show, it, that's why I had intense shivers and like I was crying because it felt really, really real to me what I went through. <laughs> oh my God. So um, at the end of the day, yes, I believe in that kind of stuff. Uh, it doesn't always happen. Um, but it's more like a cry for help. So at one point I should have known because for the time that I was in pain, I haven't spoken to my grandfather, right? And so I didn't know what he was going through. And so I only found out afterwards when he uh, left the world of what actually went down when they did his biopsy. And then my mom looks at me and she's like, isn't that where you had your pain? And I'm like, yes, it is. And so kind of from that moment on, I kind of learned a lot of things about this. And I went into more depth about, um, you know, spirituality and seeing spirits and all of that stuff. And I kind of understood where they were coming from in that show. Like, I feel like hypnotism is a real thing as well. Like going off of that, like, like readings and feelings and like humans being connected to like other things than just like the, the, the physical world is something that like I greatly believe in. Hello, Salty. Hello, Thornston as well. Welcome, welcome. But yeah, like uh, like this goes off the show. Like I, I wouldn't even say like maybe just family, but I feel like humans do have a connection that's past the physical realm of everything. Just because you can, yeah. Because right now, what was Buddy saying a little earlier is uh, basically the entire world that we perceive and all the facts that we know is from based on what we can see. But just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? That 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 is something at least I believe I believe in myself. Um, Nemi, do you have a, a, any experience that you want to like share with us about this kind of things? Is there something that you've experienced that you really like relatable to this? I mean, um, any, anything in general, like a spiritual, like uh, a spiritual experience you've you've experienced that you do that, that like a phenomenon that you can't explain through science. Oof! I should have prepared something for that. Um, off the top of my head, I nothing really comes to mind. Though I'm sure there are some some things. But like nothing as I would say impactful or or grand as your story, Anna. Mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately, I I think it's not even a matter of if you believe in it or not, because I think these kind of things, like unexplained things, can end up happening to anyone, and then it's just a matter of do you take that kind of as a sign, or do you, you know, push it away or say like, well, this is not. You, you rationalize it essentially and i don't think either side is wrong it's just um you know specifically for something like like what you said anna how how do you even explain that 
without at least in, in some for acknowledging that that there's something we don't fully understand yet. So I I'd say I was in terms of believing in, in this kind of stuff, I I think I'm still agnostic. Um like agnostic is the wrong, but I'm ambivalent as to whether or not I fully believe in it, but I'm definitely intrigued by it. And um, there's a lot of bullshit shows out there that kind of, you know, make fun of it and yeah, just take, take the mocking side and the, well, this is obviously not true, but I also think there's a ton of unexplained stuff and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think it's whatever floats your boat mm-hmm. and if it's real for you, then as long as you're not hurting anyone else with it, I don't see why it shouldn't be real. I mean, going on to the point of, um, you know, agnostic, I, I'm either like, I'm an in-between, you know, like there's things that make me want to say I'm agnostic, but at the same time, there's things that make me want to say I'm an atheist, you know? And so I'm just, I'm at, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to figure out stuff, you know, and it's not only my stories that uh, I can share. I've, I can share many, many stories and going on to the whole thing about psychics, I've seen, um, two psychics in my lifetime, one when I was back in Ukraine, and turns out she was actually related to me from my gypsy side, from my father's side, which I never knew, and I never knew my real father. And um, The extent of where I came from and my background, not until maybe two years ago, um, slightly around the time that my grandfather passed away. Now it's more like three years, right? So at one point, I, you know, I had my skepticism and here I went to a psychic and uh, the stuff that, you know, she read my tarot cards, she had uh, playing cards that she also read. And um, she said a lot of things to me at first and half of them made sense at that time because she didn't really know me or the personal issues that I've been going through. And then she started, you know, reading for the future and my career and this and that. And now I'm sitting here and I'm looking back at to my reading and I'm like, holy shit everything that she said actually came true, you know? And at, at this point, it's something that I forgot. It's something that was just, that I found absolutely ridiculous. But now I'm sitting here living the life that I'm living, going through these experiences. And I'm like, I was literally told I would be doing this. Your grandma knew you would be in the furniture mafia. Yeah. And then on top of that, like um, one of her readings was that she's going to meet her love of her life plays video games for a living and stuff like that so look who happened and i i, I thought uh, that was a joke i literally thought that was a joke um she was like yeah in 10 months time or i see 10 or something like that uh the number 10 10 months 10 years whatever you're gonna meet someone and get into a relationship with this person and he's gonna be playing video games for a living yeah and then you could start streaming right <laughs> that, that's great I mean, Ike, did you know of this prophecy? Did you start because of it? No, I have no idea. Like I said, I one time, like the way we reconnected, it was like um, I was coming up to my my friend lives on the eleventh floor, just like uh, we do right now. So uh, I'm coming up to go see my friend, and there's three elevators, and I get out of the very last one, and she gets off the very first one. So as soon as my elevator door opens, she has to walk by it, right? So as she's as the door is opening, I see her walking by it, and she doesn't realize I'm inside, and I'm like, yes, I don't have to like make small talk, right? Because I'm like every time I try to make small talk, I've, I've been ignored. So I'm like, the best thing to do is, just, is, <laughs> is, is is to not even try, right? So the door opens, she walks by, and I'm like, yes, 
mission success. I may, she continues walking. I turn the other way. I can walk. I go to the door. I start knocking. I was hoping by this time she'd already be inside the house. But as soon as I hit the door, I look to my right. She's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, you talking to me? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, um, it's going great. I'm like, how are you? She's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, she's like, we should catch up. I'm like, yeah, okay. Blah, 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 Anna. That, that is how he remembers the grand moment in front <laughs> yeah. of the blah, blah, blah. It was a bunch of blah, 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 blah. She's like, you want to catch up? I'm like, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll catch up. I'm like, uh, here I yeah, go. Yeah, and then, and then he's like, and then he's, uh, he says the words, um, I'll link up with you. Yeah, I'll link up right? with you. Yeah. I'll link up with you. Um, so I go, <laughs> I'm like, okay, did this man seriously just say, I'll link up with you? Right? And then I'm like, Bleh. I'm like, you know what, fine, whatever, right? So then I go about my uh, life, you know, a week has gone by. I'm like, yeah, this, this, this bitch was just playing, like he ain't linking up with no one. And then I go to my, uh, what's it called? Uh, my messenger on Facebook and some of the requests are um, blocked. So you have to go through a certain, like, I don't know what it's called, category to see requested messages, right? And then mm -hmm. I go on it and all of a sudden I see Ika Chap and I'm like, I look at the date, it's like a week and a half ago. I'm like, oh shit. Right? Right? <laughs> like I thought she ignored me. She she cause I'm like when I when I agreed, I'm like, here we go again, right? She's like, I'll link you up. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I go back inside. I'm like, I'm like, I thinking, I'm like, I I'm either making a great mistake or I don't know. So I, I I realized I don't have her number anymore because it's deleted. I remember she blocked me off Instagram a while ago when we broke up. So I'm like, I can't Makes never there, right? So I'm like, I'm like, how am I supposed to get in contact with her? Oh god. So um I basically find her on Facebook and I send her a message still, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then like a week passes by and she didn't respond to me, right? I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's so low. I'm like, you 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 wanna link <laughs> up and then you give me all this hope. And you like get me all like like butterflies in my stomach to say, and then I feel ignored from her. That's a nice tattoo, and I feel really ignored. And then next, you know, a week later, another week passed by, and she's like, "Oh my god, I just saw this message." I'm like, "Bullshit, right?" But like, it wasn't it wasn't bullshit, right? But all right, that's what I thought at least. Circling back to the original topic, ghosting. Yeah, ghosting exactly, which is exactly what I thought she did. I thought she just well, like made small talk and then ditched it. This is exactly the reason I wanted to ignore her in the hallway any in the first place. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, one thing led to another. Um, I asked her out, so I'm like, oh, let's go get some nice dinner. I'll take you somewhere nice and fancy, and we can talk and catch up and everything. And um, yeah, one thing led to another. On the way, I, on the way back, we um, we made out. <laughs> if you would, I don't know, you know, um, I made a move. And, you, um, you and Anna, you're you're an item. Yeah, we we you know, well we weren't official back then, but <laughs> but yeah, I made I made a move. Um, and then one thing led to another. We talked about what we want in life, or like where we are in our lives, and like everything, and to see like if we're compatible because we didn't want to move things too slow or too fast. But I was like, we already had history. We already yeah. been through a lot together. <laughs> we've already been through a lot together so we're like we so we decided to skip all the honeymoon phase bullshit of the beginning of the happy birthday to b man and fabi and everybody happy, happy birthday, birthday. Oh, holy shit, b man happy birthday and the one thing led to another yes. and we decided to skip all the honeymoon bullshit and just no b man away. sound alerts what the fuck i know no no sound oh i can turn on sound alerts for the podcast i turn guess on but... sound. turn on come on all right all right all right just for come today. on all right, if somebody from chat redeems this before I do, I am banning them. 
All right. And then Anna meets Salty and everything changed. Everything did change. Yes. Yes, yes 100%. Yes. 100%. So, yeah. Oh, God. For Ika! For Ika. Let's go, everybody. Um, I don't know why it didn't come up on screen, but it definitely played. Happy birthday, B-Man. Yeah, so that was that. And um, yeah, so, this is how me and Anna kind of like ended up together again after after being apart for so long, which is um, you know I think it how was long a blessing. Been apart for five years. Five years, six yeah. Years? Five or seven. I would say five years for sure. Like Anna broke my heart, but we I think we broke each other's heart. And then you know what? There's a saying: you never know um, that you have. You never know you have something until you don't have it anymore. Okay, so uh, my favorite saying of all time, right? If you love somebody, set them free. And if they really love you, they'll come back. Yeah, but that's a toxic behavior. If you love hey, somebody. It worked with you. It worked with you. Yeah, but technically, I was ignoring you. You came back. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was saying, but I love you very much, obviously. I love you and Emmy, too. You're an amazing human being. Um, so you, in the no, beginning. No, uh, no, it's a pure friendship, you know. Um, in the beginning, you said that you're a pagan witch, right? I could quote that because... Sorry, you I, sorry, I was muted. Yes, okay, it yes. is on the VOD. I am... Okay, yes. yes. Yes, okay, and we can concur Wait, that. I'm, I'm, wearing my, I'm wearing my nice nice triple moon. Nice. Hey, you oh, can't I see, see that. that. I can see it. I mean, not so clearly, but I can just see that. <laughs> nice. Um... Uh, so yeah, going back on that, um, what would what would you like? What makes you a pagan witch? Like I, I'm just wondering from my personal like a, a, like thing. I want to know like what that what does that mean? Sure. I mean, uh, I'd actually love to talk about some other stuff as well because we've been talking on this for like an hour. But I will okay. happily indulge you for a few minutes. Yes. Um, and then we'll move on. Yes. Yeah, like I said, I actually came into a lot of like occult, uh, eclectic stuff when i discovered like you know originally i i just thought it was cool with tarot and um finding out more about pagan holidays as well yeah a lot of the christian holidays are kind of based off of pagan holidays as well you mm-hmm. know just kind of took the pagan holiday and they were like okay this is christian now and uh, that's how it was and then they were like okay Let's let's burn all the witches because we want to be the important people now. So witches historically kind of not not the best not the best person to be, um, at least not in in recent times. But it it had a resurgence like uh, in the last century, and it was something where I had a lot of interest, kind of just from liking that kind of stuff. I would say, you know typical tumblr user of the time and um i i didn't really think about it as something that i would do or that i would be but like a thing that you could look up and learn about and then i met somebody who was who was a pagan witch or more specifically she was wiccan <clears throat> and so through her i kind of you know we we were good friends we're in a kind of close uh, group of friends and i saw her a lot and so over time, I just kind of started asking her a lot of questions and um, getting well more and more interested and involved in it that way. And like I said, like I was not religious before in that sense. I considered myself agnostic. But this, as soon as I like really understood what it 
is about is something that really speaks to my core. Because the central idea of it is always don't hurt anyone else, okay? Like mm -hmm. there are some witches who don't believe in that, and I think that's fine as well. But for the most part, um, the most witches will tell you that you know you're you're trying to do something that doesn't harm anyone, or specifically the saying is uh, if it harms none, do what you will. And it's very you know earth based. It's very nature based. There's a lot of connection between you and other people and animals and the seasons and just a lot of stuff where you can you know whether or not you believe in in the supernatural element of it you can still i i feel really appreciate the the holistic and the mundane level of it and there's some aspects of it that i that i do that i follow you know tarot is one of them i try and do um all of the sabbats there's like eight eight sabbats eight important holidays if you will in the year and then every full moon is like a whole thing that's called an esbat and um you know sometimes i have more time to deal with like to um I, I would say really take care of those the way they should be and sometimes i don't and sometimes i have friends that i can do it with and usually i don't but it's kind of always just been something now that the last i don't know like i i would say that i started with it when i was 16 like before that was you know vague interest in the kind of areas and then 16 was like okay now i'm gonna actually research all of this um and then like since i'm around 20 maybe so like five years now it's been the mainstay of of just keeping me uh i don't know the way i am which i feel is not all that bad okay very I, very well put. Sorry, that, that, that was a long monologue. No, no, that was no, exactly, no, no, no. that was exactly was that was exactly what the question was, and you answered it yeah. perfectly. Now, um, again, we've talked about a lot, a lot about spiritual stuff and things like that. So I'm just gonna end this with a little little thing that's um that goes off with uh just witchcraft in general. So like I would say modern day witchcraft is like hypnotism and stuff like that. Um, obviously not to the full degree. There's some odd. There's multiple kinds of witchery. I think if that's even a word um witchcraft. And, uh, like witchcraft yeah so like one of them is basically like uh for example drinking right like i know people who went to like a hypnotist and they were hypnotized into hating alcohol and they've successfully come out of there like 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 the smell and like the feeling of alcohol in their mouth makes them vomit and that's true like, story yeah you know like i'm not the My only mom. one so like there's a lot of things is uh, yo anna is sitting not in the same living room, room. she's in the living room uh, technically dining room dining room yes um I mean, with all of this stuff, it's like I also said before, I strongly believe that if you will something into existence, that it does exist in a way, at least. And I think there's a lot of yeah. that. That is also kind of something where I'm always, you know, on the fence about because in witchcraft, of course, you talk about spells. And while, you know, I, I consider myself a reasonable person, I don't think that you can go and then you know you summon yeah. thunder clouds or something like yeah okay <laughs> i'm sure there is witches who fully believe that and who maybe also are able to do that i don't know but for me it's more of a like i have you know i want to put some energy into doing this i believe in this and in the way that i think i can bring something forth if i put my mind to it and then all of the witchcraft is just kind of supporting me in 
in making that happen. You know, if I if I light some candles to make it special and I and I dim the lights and I um I don't know, do a specific kind of ritual, then in a way I'm just hypnotizing myself and that can be all that you need to um make something that's perhaps not not real before into something that is real. Israel. I, I completely agree. Energy can be manifested, manifested, and then the manifestations do create real outcomes. That's why they said that if you have a dream, write it down, write it down, and write it down and repeat it. To the yourself. law of attraction. Mm, yes. Is a real thing, bro. It's a real thing. Yes. So just if you have something, write it down. Keep hoping for it. Keep writing it down. Keep saying it out loud. Keep reminding. It's also about the. It's also about the mentality. It's also about the mentality. Let's so go. For example, if you want a house, a particular house or a yacht or a certain lifestyle, you know, it's it's nice to daydream about those things. But at a certain point, you actually have to start not only full on believing that you're living that lifestyle already, but it's almost kind of like for like teaching yourself to act as if you're already living that lifestyle. Yes. Right? Yes. So instead of being like, Oh, you know, one day I'm going to have this. No, you have to have the mentality of I already have this, you know, this is what it's done for me in my life currently. And this is how, you know, I'm living <laughs> in this house or I am using this thing to better something else. So it's that kind of mentality that actually gets the law of attraction to bring what you actually physically want closer to you it's about that mentality i'm thinking about carla right now <laughs> isn't she right there with you she can yes, i'm trying to get her to come over <laughs> <laughs> is it working i don't know i i can't see i can't tell it's okay it'll work uh, carla oh look carla, at that drop some, drop, some wisdom. Hey. drop some knowledge on us fools please I mean, she's she's behind on the audio. She just smacked the shit out of me, and it was off camera. Ooh. I dropped it on you. Oh, well, thanks, Karna. We'll cut that out as well. He just summoned so he just summoned someone. Yeah, see, you it worked. Like I said, you manifest energy, and then the energy can produce physical. That's things. all I was trying to prove. Yeah, maybe. exactly. Point has been proven. See, I, I love that. I love that. But anyway, we we kind of went into a little bit of the darkness part of the That's world, true. The spirit, yeah. in the spiritual elements of everything. Let's bring it back to the physical realm of stuff, right? And then I would like. I got to a, I got a topic. Yes. All right. Cool. Go for it. Tattoos. Tattoos. Oh yeah, Anna has a new addition uh, to her arm. Everybody wants to see her new tattoo. Gotta, gotta, gotta see it. Gotta show it off. Yeah, I can't see how shit. How, how, see, I, like, how do I do this? It's no, so no, not weird. Like that. It's such through a like weird that. placement. Yeah, go like this. Yeah. It's such a weird placement, though. You can stand up as well and point your arm downwards, like how I do like this. Ugh, but that's too much work. So this is the infinity sign of Georgia. It's like so, a never like this. Sign. Right? Is it a okay? Time? One at a yeah, time, yeah, children. Yeah, that's okay. We'll let it go. Shh. I was first, even. All right, I'll sit back down. So I, I think I've seen that before. I think you DM'd me that. Yeah. So this is uh, my beauty waffles. Waffles. And um, honestly, at this point, uh, with the whole lockdown thing, I have uh, gone uh, obsessed with tattoos. So now, before I just wanted two sleeves, and like a thigh piece. Now I want a, a nice upper back piece. I want a piece behind my ear. 
I'm just, I have all these ideas and things that I want to put on my body. And um, I mean, my mom doesn't really care. Uh, my grandma, on the other hand, is the one that might, may or may not have a heart attack slash disown me um, because she doesn't know about my recent addition on my right arm. So, yeah. yeah. For me personally, like I was the first person in my family to come out with tattoos. Like everybody else was hiding it. <laughs> Came out with tattoos. Well, look, in my in, like my grandpa is very anti-tattoos, and my grandpa and my grandma probably were from Georgia, right? And when we when I went there, like I met with my cousins, then they had like tattoos in between their fingers and some on the back of their. Head. And they like, would and hide it with band-aids band and their hair like down. Yeah, and then, and then right. I, I I remember as soon as I walked in, I'm like, "Yo, what's up, grandpa?" Like wearing a short sleeve is like, "What are these?" I'm like. These are my tattoos. He's like, what? I'm like, so I show him and I'll show you guys two one at a time, obviously. So he really liked this one. So this is the infinity sign. It represents the sun, basically. And I took care of one hand or two, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then this is the uh, initials. This is Georgian uh, text. So this is M, I, and N, like uh, in order. So like my sister's first letter, my first letter, and my brother's first letter. They're connected. Looks like a small smiley face. Like a... Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> So yeah, so this tattoo, I have, yeah. my sister has a matching one on the same place on her arm. And then this is the tattoo I came up with, with, with my, my tattoo artist. Uh, we sat down there. I wanted a rose. I wanted a flower, but I wanted to make it kind of cool, like a little geometrical, kind of like break it up a little bit. So that's what we ended up coming up with. And then this is, the, this is my biggest tattoo over here. So this is something that represents a little bit about me. And this is like my moral compass in life. So this is a compass. It represents me and like my directional life and how, how I think about things and how I perceive things and and then this is a little bit about Canada, a nice uh, snow mountain and like you know gold with the stars. Um, then you obviously you have the ice coming down and then right here you have the flower of life, which is something I've seen many many times in my lifetime and it's something that resonates with me and I've seen it everywhere in the world. So I just wanted to put it out there and get it included in the tattoo. And now I only have I only have tattoos on my left side. Now I want to start with my right hand, but my right hand tattoo is going to be on the back side of my arm. So it's going to be my first tattoo that is going to be visible when I have my hands downwards, which is something I'm, mm -hmm. I'm really interested to. But I wanted it to could get uh, get sleeves get two well, sleeves I will get there Very I, will, I will make my way I will make my way there I will make my way there for the sleeves um yeah. obviously I want a huge back piece and then eventually like I'm I was always fascinated with the Japanese like uh, traditional tattoos so that's something I really want to get on like my back like I'll, uh, yeah yeah like I want to basically what, what you do there is you go and you go see an artist and then you sit down with them you have a few drinks with them you talk with them and then they see if they like you enough to tattoo on you and then they just tattoo something on you that you have no choice really it's like something that they've done for like like 20 40 50 years of tattooing they can feel like the person's energy and like what the, the, the tattoo that should go on their body and i'm willing to like just go full in blind if they want to tattoo me just go on and just like i want like a really nice big traditional japanese like tattoo on the back of my on, on my back like that'd be something cool and then ever since i wanted that tattoo um i've always wanted tattoos and then one day like i said like this tattoo uh the decision was made like spontaneously i'm like yo if i don't do this now if i don't get my first tattoo i'm always gonna postpone it so let's just let's just go and get yeah. it so i just went i definitely feel that yeah. yeah so i'm like whatever i'm like let's just go and get it so I, I book an appointment we go we get it and after i'm done i'm like yes and the moment i finished i'm like I need more. Yeah, everyone who's ever gotten tattoos knows the exact feeling of when you're sitting yes. in the chair and you're you're getting this one and you're like, don't don't stop. Yeah, yeah. I and want then more. as soon as it's done, you're like, where's my next? 
and that's yeah. it. and then literally within two weeks uh or something later i got this one a month later i think yeah I got this one. you and got then... that the same day i got my first tattoo yes. so it actually came with me when i got my first tattoo which yeah. is yeah because I, I was getting... hand like drawing sunflower yeah a little sunflower uh in memory of my grandfather because he used to always call me his little sunflower and then uh, when I went to go get this one touched up, I got another one, which is, uh, hold on, of a peony with my cancer astrology sign and then a moon. You're all about the flowers. Yeah. And then when we went to Georgia in uh, 2019, I got this tropical little beauty done. Which is nice. <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, um, tattoos in Canada are super expensive honestly very like, expensive like i had to pay uh i paid 450 bucks for this one i paid uh i think it was like 300 something for this one and then this one surprisingly was my cheapest one at like 200 bucks um but nemi what about you i know i, I can see that one peeking from the, your sleeve that looks really sick um yeah actually at first i just wanted to say i definitely get you on that i was scared about not not scared that's the wrong word but when I turned 18, like I wanted to get tattoos before I turned 18. I wanted tats with like 16. I wanted, I wanted all the tats mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I, I could have, I think convinced my parents if I had been very adamant about it or just done it in secret, but I was like, okay, you know, I, they're kind of expensive as well. So I'll save up and then I'll get a really cool tattoo when I'm, uh, when I'm 18. And so I turned 18 and like. I don't know, two weeks later, I show up at the tattoo place and I'm like, okay, I want to get this. I want to get it on my arm. And the person was like, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that come in here and, oh, sorry, they were German, so it's a German accent. Oh, you know, so there's a lot of people who come in here and they're wanting to get the tattoo uh, right after they're turning 18. And uh, I can tell you, you know, many of them come back and they are very sad about it. So don't wanting to do it. So I can only recommend to you, you know, think about it, sleep on it. And then if you really want to, you can come back and we can do it. So I went back home and I kind of slept on it. I was like, well, this is going to be the first tattoo. So I want it to be really like, I want it to be really dope. So I thought on it and I slept on it another night. And then it was like a few, <laughs> sorry, I read chat. It was a few years before I ended up getting my first tattoo, which I, by now, like, I think I regret. I think I should have done it sooner. It's like, I hyped it up too much. It's not that big of a deal. Because as soon as you get the first one, you're like, I want more. Mm -hmm. You're hooked. It's but, not that, you're um, right. But right. I was kind of unsure as well, because I have a lot of, like, dermatological problems. So my skin has, like, really bad rashes sometimes, or I'm allergic to a lot of materials. Like, the earrings that I wear are also some transparent fucking fiberglass that um they use in the hospital instead of like metal because i'm allergic to all the metals so i was like i'll get my first tattoo uh i'll get it somewhere where i could theoretically hide it if it turns into like the ugliest rash ever so i, I hope you don't get uh banned but this this was my first one was on the side where i could hide it and it was like a, uh, a, a nice flower, you know. That's cute. Growing up, uh, I, I kind of put that on there because that was my start saying like, okay, you know, it was also a time in my life where I had gone through some shit and emerged successfully. So I was like, I'll get a fucking plant coming out of the soil uh, to represent, you know, that, that kind of growth. 
and uh, yeah, that was that was the first one I got. And then like right after that, I I just kept going. I have this one, just like small butterfly, uh, pride colors, of course. Um, then the next one I got. Oh my god, I'm trying to do this the order right. Next one I got, I think, were these two, for more like like this. I don't know if you can see those red. Yeah. But it's a it's a mouse, yeah. and it's a sparrow. Yeah. Does that say technical difficulties in your phone? Yes, because you <laughs> well, where we had the epilepsy thing yeah, yeah, earlier. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Technical <laughs> difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. We got all that sorted out. Uh, yeah. No, I got I got these two when my Those when my parents cool. broke up, mm. and I was like, well, I don't, you know. This is kind of a shit situation, but I always want to have both of them still with me. So I'll put them on my hands where I can always see them because my mom used to call me or she still calls me a mouse and my dad calls me Sparrow, like the German version. Mm -hmm. And I know it's, it's actually really it's disgustingly cute. No, I mean, that's really cute. I mean, Anna, like I said, she has a sunflower tattoo, right? Because that's what her grandpa always called her. So it's like... That's true, yeah. Yeah, so that's very beautiful. I mean, yeah. personally for me, like, I only have my siblings on my on my arm. Um, but I will just move on with the tattoos, like, through time and, and space, like, literally. Because I feel like tattoo is, like, a little journey. Like, every part of my... Every tattoo I look at, like, brings me back to a little bit to that time that I was getting it tattooed on me. It's like a little mem memorabilia that I can draw on, on myself. Yeah. And like, I feel like tattoos, like one, not all of them have to have meaning. Like let, let's like, oh, I think we can all agree with that. Some tattoos, yeah. you can just be a badass. Oh yeah, tattoo. I think it's bullshit if you're, yeah. if you're like, I mean, yeah, I think it's cool to have some that have meaning. That's why I wanted my nice, we synced up our scratch there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I think, you know, my first one, I wanted to have meaning after it, it had that, that, long amount of time that i waited for it but then after that i was like yeet just just do yeah. the cool ones that yeah. i feel like yeah that's how it's yeah so I, so I got this peace sign and then yeah this one is the next one so i'm a big pokemon fan uh, i'm i am a nerd so i got uh espion and umbreon this was done in in poland actually while i was there for a small visit oh, that's I, so I love that one and yeah, so this is my most newest recent one is from Hollow Knight. Uh, it's one of the sword bros and I got it with one of my uh, really good friends, Nicholas, who moved away and we both have it like on opposite shoulders. And then whenever we see each other, we bump shoulders. Hey. Oh, that's so nice. You have so many tattoos. I'm jealous. I'm slightly jealous, honestly. Dude, um... I'm, I'm still pacing myself. Like my thing is, I want to, essentially, I want everything tattooed except for my, like, right in the face. Like, I, I want to have throat, like, up here, you know, maybe some eye shit, but we'll get that, yeah, it's, it, it's going to take a while until we get there. And I want to make sure that I don't use up all of my space by the time I'm 30, because I've seen enough, whatever, rappers who, you know, they just turned 20 and it's already... Like, it's all full of six nines and there's no more room like yeah, you, yeah, where like, are you gonna go from here nowhere no yeah. I, I agree with that like i feel like like you said they don't have to be meaningful like it doesn't have to have a meaning but you should still like 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 and not rush into the tattoo making decisions because like my sister but yeah rush into it just my, do the first my one, sister man. now has a big block of black on her ankle because she's covered up a tattoo of uh of uh, a friend of hers 
who used to be oh not used to he still makes music and she was like really vibing with him for a while and got his like, okay that is my like one tip for tattoos if you do a tattoo on like a person you like on a band you love a show that you watch that you love wait until that person has died or the show is over because you don't know what the fuck they're still yeah. gonna do exactly I, I almost got um one of my like I really love this band. I'm not going to say who they are now, but I love this band. And I, this was going to be my first tattoo. And then I found out later that one of them did some like abhorrent shit that I was super mad with. Yeah. You know, I was kind of super weirded out with. And I was very glad I didn't get the tattoo because, well, yeah, they're still alive. They still, they still do stuff. But, so, no, I agree with that. No, so like I said, my sister ended up with that like tattoo of uh, her DJ friend, and then now it's just like a little black square, and now it's like you know she writes this as her this is a thinking outside my of the box tattoo. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, like tattoos are very very fundamental in life. Like I mean, like they have meanings and cultural like uh, impact for a very long time. Obviously, mm. like back in the day, like my like I said, like I was the first one in my family to test to say, hey, I have tattoos. Because, like, back in the day, like, in Georgia, like, tattoos were for people who went to jail and they got tatted in jail and they came out with, like... Yeah, know, of like, course. Uh, jobs and you, ha you had to be some badass to have a tattoo on you. And if yeah. you weren't and you had tattoos on you, then the, you'd get beat up because you're faking it or something. And that, this is the country I used to live in. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, my grandpa was the first one to, like, uh, look at it. And he's like, you know, I love these. He's like, these are really cool. He's like, this one's really cool because, again, it's related to Georgia and my siblings. And he's like, that's really nice. And uh, once my grandpa kind of, like, got introduced to the whole tattoo idea and seeing it on me, and then I was there for a month. Yeah, and I was standing right next to you with a T-shirt, and my tattoos were exposed, and right? So first. I came into this. Yeah, and then after like, that, my Completely oblivious to the fact that, you know, they weren't fully okay with tattoos. I mean, in Ukraine, my family doesn't give a flying fuck about if you're tatted or not. You know, so I, I assume my family, it's like it come around. You know, mm -hmm. initially it was like, a, but why? Like, why would you? Uh, and I definitely had my mom had to tell my my grandma every time before we were there, like, she's got a new tattoo. Don't have a heart attack. But, yeah, but by now it's like you know. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to steal your screen time. Okay. Yeah, the people get used to it. I think for me, it was like, I always told people, well, you know, you don't have to look at it. If you don't like it, then mm -hmm. just don't say anything about it. And uh, I think I'm still on that basis with my dad. He's like, every time I get a new tattoo, he's like, was that really necessary? That's, that's and then I remind him that eventually all of this will be full. And so he should appreciate the time but he still has to see my pale fucking vampire skin. And yeah, I don't know. I, I think people give you shit for it. Obviously, if it's your close family and they have some kind of hold over you, then you have to be careful. Not just with tattoos, but with other stuff as well. But generally, like, live your life. And if people give you shit, so what? Mm -mm. They don't have to be your friends. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. Like I, like I said, like, I'm me for me, and I just, uh, I'm myself. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And that's just something how life is going to be. Like, I, I ain't, um, one thing I stopped doing is uh, I used to be, and I still am, I guess, a people pleaser. I like to help. I like to go out of my way to make sure everybody's doing okay and stuff like that. But, like, it all comes with its own, like, little, uh, little like, uh, what is it, a disclaimer. 
because eventually it's like you can't please everybody it's impossible like it's impossible and eventually by not being able to please everybody you kind of end up not pleasing yourself and then you're going this like cycle of like trying to make other people happy while you yourself ain't really happy anymore so at the end of the day the best way to do it is just be happy be yourself and if nobody like if nobody likes it then just don't worry about it it's not yeah. your problem like i like like i said like uh i'm i sometimes i like i say I get, i'm getting too old for drama you know like i'm 25 years old i'm not that old but like i don't need like drama in my life like like what what is drama going to do to me other than create like straight stress and like just a situation that i don't want to be in so the best thing to do is just appreciate everything you have live it to your fullest bad things happen to good people good things uh, will eventually come come to them as well and that's just how it is all right all right what's Something your else. what's your next topic dj dj actually i wanted to like uh talk about uh one thing uh, it's a little bit about video games um i know that like you said you are a game designer what's, you are what is a video game uh, you click buttons like and watch things. when somebody plays like a video of a game that's no no yeah. no 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 not like that it's like a game that is a video so a game that okay game so video. i'm playing like there's a pre-recorded game and i have to sync you no know, no so what it is, is, is the, it's a live recording of a game and your input a live. yeah i see okay yeah that makes yeah good all so, right uh, um I know what you're working on still under NDA and you cannot talk to us about it, which is just unfortunate because I'm, I'm assuming everybody at least wants to know. I'm just going to assume it's a new Spec Ops little game because it's been announced already. <clears throat> but, you know, assumptions are assumptions. I can't say anything about that. Neither um, can I. If, what is your favorite game genre? Like, I know Anna likes, uh, like, Ooh. like, I know Anna is going to be able to, like, shine in on this. She likes, like, the crab game. And, like, what is it called? What, what, what is that game that you want to want to play with me? With what do you mean, what game that I want to play with you? I like game. RPG games. No, no, no. I like um, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and then I obviously Final Fantasy. Um, Final Fantasy Online is something that, you know, is, like, dabbleable in uh for me if that's the, even a word that i'm going to use it is um, now yeah right um dabble a little bit in it um other than that i feel like i don't know i feel like i kind of moved on from the whole gaming aspect if that makes sense no. i'm very i'm very picky when it comes to you know what i put my time in when it comes to games and so if i get it sure you know if it's one of the genres or games that i like like the franchise i will play it if not then there's really i will occasionally yes i'll play the crap game and i'll kick your ass ika um <laughs> because the, that's just it's true. It's, yeah, it's, it's fun true. it's why not um and then i mean there are like multiplayer games that i find cute like uh there's overcooked um we can play portal if you want i've done that um Honestly, I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm kind of growing out of it as well. So. Yeah, games for life. I mean, what, what would you say? This is uh, you bravely asked this question with already half an hour overtime, or what are we half an hour left? I don't know what your time schedule is, but. Well, I mean, um, we can go on. I think this is a really tough question to answer. What the question specifically is favorite genre? Yeah, like what? Like for me, like my favorite okay. genre of games ha has to be uh, m multiplayer game, and that's really you can basically okay. break it down. Like, I mean, it's very broad, but genre. yeah, yeah. Sure. like for me, it, it has to be a multiplayer game. Like I find it like mostly. I use okay. How about this? It's a my best and favorite most played amount of hours spent into a video game has to be an MMORPG. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. 
I guess I'll go from there. So, um, I think throughout time, I have spent very much of my life playing, you know, video games and non-video games, like normal games. And um, I think there's two things that I always kind of flock to or that I really enjoy. And one of them is a really cool narrative and um, like a really good story. And the other one is uh, complexity to learn, like, or, or something, you know, challenge to master, something in that uh, area. And so I, I play a ton of roguelikes, for example. I love roguelikes. I've played, like, every roguelike that is worth knowing about. Um, same for Metroidvanias. I, I think that's just a super cool genre. I think the combinations of the two of them are super interesting as well. And in that sense, you know, Hollow Knight um, is definitely a top three game for me. I, I absolutely adore Hollow Knight. I think it was a masterpiece. I think it's insane that it was made by like three people, uh, especially as a game developer yourself. You know, it kind of gives you more perspective on the insane amount of work that they put into it. But I think your, your kind of multiplayer answer is also very interesting because I've spent a few years of my life just playing exclusively like um, what I would call the good Call of Duties. So Modern Warfare, the first one, yeah. then World at War, Modern Warfare 2, and Black Ops. And then yeah. it ends after that. Yeah, the other ones are shit. Yeah, I agree. I completely I agree. mean, you know, some are possible. Like, you could still play Modern Warfare 3 and Black Ops 2. and uh, I mean, Black Ops, yeah, 2. But I just, like, by now... They're good at the, you know, the Gulag mode is interesting, but yeah, yeah, I'm not really about the new ones very much. I, I think they lost their charm, like Battlefield 3 as well, Battlefield 4. Oh my God, Battlefield so I, I have my shooter times, but the multiplayer thing is is maybe the core aspect because, I mean, even now, I, I think there's some games that I always come back to because it's like a multiplayer game that I play with friends and then I have those friends and then... You kind of fall off from playing it but then you see those friends again and then you're like okay well now i want to play some some counter-strike again i don't know how much fucking time i have in counter-strike a lot we'll see same same with uh dota yeah oh, oh, oh dota dota is something i dabbled in oh god yeah oh, like god. i don't know how many hours i have in in warcraft 3 dota but like a lot and then now i have like another 2000 or something mm -hmm. on dota 2 which is not that much compared to some friends I have with like 10,000, but I just, I kind of dabble in games and I come back to them. Like right now I'm coming back to uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I'm really loving that. Uh, playing Apex as well um, with with Carla as well. That's with nice. some friends from work. You know, I I really think that like co-op multiplayer is is the part that I like the most, but multiplayer in general is also cool. Mm, I completely but then, agree. I'm also a huge like social game person. I love D and D and all other role playing games. I play so you know. Right now, it's kind of hard to have the free time to do it with um with my job and my bachelor. But I I used to spend so much time just playing D and D and derivatives. Hi, hi, Enta. I hope you're doing good. Hi, Ducky. Hello. Um. Yeah. Much love. Going off to Hollow Knight, and, aren't they making a new one? Uh, yes, Silk Song. It was supposed to release last year, but it was delayed, and I was very hyped for it, and I still am. And uh, I will definitely not, you know, 
call it in call it a week of vacation when that gets released uh <clears throat> oh yeah world of warcraft is another oh, I, game. I of course i, I don't know I, I I'm, I'm back playing classic now again yep. oh yeah because you could play on a classic server on the vanilla servers but my god i wasted like a big portion of my high school life playing it like grinding and now I, I have i have the rare i have the rare mount of uh, when you play pvp there and you do arena runs you can accumulate arena points and if you hit like 2750 i believe like 2750 you can get your mount and basically like only like one percent of the pvp people pull get it per season and i was one of them and like grinding out to get that fucking mount was one of the fucking no life yeah dude that thing was like i would log in and like i would wake up log in with my buddy and we just play arena for like 11 hours and then just log off and then like just log back in and just for like a few more hours to get better gear and then log back off so the next day i can kick even more ass and then just that and yeah, i did that i've for never like, been that hardcore no because the pvp aspect of it was probably like the best but oh my god like running raids and like with your like a guild was almost so much fun to do as well like doing heroics and all that good stuff and like world of warcraft like being one of the most og mmos like to still exist to this day i mean when they started yeah. off like back when did the first original world of warcraft come out 2004 wow 2004 yeah yeah 2004 november 23rd 2004 so it's been like 17 years like almost almost 17 years for this game to be up and running still yeah like like, i did not play that game when i was nine years old but yeah yeah me neither i I, I definitely caught up for you know the time i missed but yeah it's an amazing game i loved it i played a lot of it and it just uh it just there's a, i guess you could say that there's a game for everybody even people who don't like video games can find a video game that they might like like i don't think like, i don't believe in that like you don't like video games you know my uh carla she always loves to say that she doesn't like anime which mm. uh, she might come over and smack me again um but i i believe there's an anime an anime genre for everyone <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> I uh, there's a there's an anime for everyone. I I fully believe that. I, I don't think you can discredit an entire you know medium. And the same way, I don't think you can say that you know there's no video games that you uh, you like. Well, that was a short visit by Ducky. Oh my God, Night Very. Online, dude. Is Night Online still available? Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, video games. Yeah, like I, I don't see how there could not be a video game for you. I mean, I think the one thing that we have to always be very aware of is people who don't play video games at all are not literate in video game language. And you have to be very careful with what games you introduce to them as their first experience. Because like learning a language, you know, we've all of us who have played games for a long time, we have all those instincts where you don't even have to tell us jump when there's some kind of platform or, you know, dodge roll when an enemy attacks. You just automatically, your brain tries pressing those buttons if you try a new game. But somebody who's like freshly coming into video games and hasn't played, I don't know, Mario 15, 20, 30 years ago, hasn't played... uh an FPS before, like they're gonna struggle, but yes. there's gonna be a game that is in their pace and that speaks to them in a way that mm-hmm. they like my- can understand and love it. And I, I think that's also part of why video games are so great is you can play the 
the single player ones that are story focused. You can play the hardcore speedrun type games. You can play multiplayer co-op. You can play multiplayer hardcore grinding. There's a game for everyone. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like my dad's a gamer and he's like hitting 50 now. And like, he loves to play video games. Like he buys the new place that he, he wants a new PS5, but he can't get it. Cause obviously he's still sold out everywhere. Still sold um, out, yeah. But yeah, he has a PS4 and he buys like he bought Horizon when he came out and he sits there and he just like starts to learn and he, just, he still has a hard time with English. So he has like parts in the game where it's like a puzzle and it's like writes like some hints in English and he has no idea what it means. And he just sits there like an old gamer, like and just like tries his best to figure it out. And it's one of the best things to see, honestly, is a man just coming back and like kicking it and just playing some games for fun. And uh, yeah, every, everybody, you can find a game for everybody. Same with anime. Like I... I wasn't really much into anime until like I watched that one good anime that like really brought me into all anime. Don't say Bleach. Bleach? No, 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 no. It was actually. Oh uh, God! What do you have against? Bleach? It was actually Dragon Ball Z. Like I fell in okay. love. I fell in love with Dragon Ball Z. Like I was like that. I used to come back home from school and then Dragon I Ball Z would be on TV. yourself though. You're fucking Canadian and you don't say Dragon Ball Z. Who's Z, bro? Like, I don't understand it. If you say the alphabet X, Y, Z, no, X, Y, Z sounds a lot better. Yeah, it does. It's because English, you know, but whatever. I mean, that's the thing about English. Canadians with their Zs. We have have Canadian English, British English, American English, Australian English. It's like they're all different in their own way, obviously. Still English, but they're all different in their own way. Yeah. So like, like explain to me why Canadians spell the word center. Boy, don't uh... C E N T R E or theater. That, that just makes sense. C-R-E. That is that is the British version, the only one true spelling of the Queen. No, 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 no. I spell everything in the American way. Well, so like, you're dead to me. So like, even spelling the color gray, right? G R A Y or G R E Y. It's with an E for sure. It's with an E. Not with an A. Yeah, so the new Isn't season with an yeah. A, the American version. By the way, what's up, Void? New season of Bleach coming out this year. Mhm. Mhm. I personally, I didn't like Bleach that much because I kind of got lost track of it, and you miss a few episodes. Why is it I, terrible? Well, because I missed a few episodes. Uh, I'm sorry. Time. I just have I have to stop you to tell Anna that Gray with an E is the British version, and Gray with an yeah, A. Yeah, I know, is I know, I know. So it's like you pick and choose your battles when it comes to how you spell words in English. Oh, I say gray. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, like I write gray with the e, and then I spell color with a u. You know. I don't spell color with a u. That's the Canadian. I spell word. everything with a u. It's color. Like that's the way you say. Like you spell it in like Canada, but it's just color, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I never watched anime. Um, I know you guys. And Anna's like super big into anime. I mean, her name starts with Anna, so. <laughs> yeah yeah also very true and then Nemi, you were big into anime um the last anime we watched together babe what was it oh naruto is the best yeah with my shuriken eye you know i'm really watching naruto right now <laughs> shuriken eye obviously i feel like i have to <laughs> watch <laughs> to get ready for the new season bro my shedding gun i got it don't worry this time i got it oh god <laughs> But yeah, I love Naruto. Like I used to be that kid in like school and like with my bunch of other friends that we'd yes, go in and, and we'd be like cha, ha, 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 and we'd do like these like the weird yeah, things. of course. Like we'd all do these weird finger things and like run like that before running like that was even cool, you know. 
Oh, it was just yeah. a fun thing to do as a kid. Like, uh, honestly, like, one thing I like about anime is that the fact that it's, like, a very broad thing. Like, you can find better stories in anime than in, like, real-life action movies, for example, or shows as well. Because, like, it, you can take anime into, like, any realm you want and add, like, mm -hmm. anything unrealistic. Anything that's, like, not really possible can be put in an anime because it is a cartoon, right? So, like, you can make anything out of anything while in a real-life action show. Yeah, have to that's, change how, that's how I learned English. Uh, I came to Canada when I was um, five going on six, right? And so I'm sitting there in front of the TV and I need to learn English. But like watching, you know, TV shows, I didn't really want to do. And so Friday nights, I would be watching TV and next thing you know, anime would come on. And I was like fascinated by it, you know, because in Ukraine, you never saw this kind of artwork. You never saw these kind of storylines. You never saw anything remotely even similar to anime so I was I was like drawn to it I was like I'm watching this every single Friday you know I, that's how I learned English and so that kind of I grew up with it from such a young age that I kind of it's become a part of who I am right so it again it all depends on the person mm -hmm. I completely agree like I learned English from my British okay am I gonna continue okay um <laughs> But yeah, like I personally learned English from watching TV as well. Like that's how I learned most of my languages. Like even Russian, for example, like I learned that from like practice. Like people would like I would have my friends were Russian and they would speak a lot of Russian to each other. And that'd be the guy just sitting in the back. I'm like, I don't understand them. And then after years of time, I just not only did I just started understanding them, but I started speaking back. And then over practice, like mm -hmm. I just learned it by myself. I learned English from Dragon Ball Z. Boom, C E Q. Same with me. Yeah. EQ. We I literally just said that. Like <laughs> Dragon Ball Z was my first anime that I watched in Canada. And that was the thing. I would go to school from ESL, come back from ESL class, learning like A and B and C. And like A would be like animal and B would be like for like B and C would be for like, bleach. Uh, yeah, whatever for bleach. And um, I, I would come back home and then turn on Dragon Ball Z and just watch them fucking kick each other's butt and just all like nice and go super sane mode. And it was really cool to watch. Like as a kid, like that, that I feel like kids watch like, cartoons and animes more now than they did before like uh like i, I can yeah. I, I i'm actually not sure about that one. Oh, i'm i'm sure ever since even covid happened right next thing you know anime has just skyrocketed and well, just all yeah, these okay. people that have like made fun of me right for like watching it and it be being a part of who i am and now i go and I see their like Instagram stories and then they're like freaking out about this new episode of, um, I don't know, some random anime, right? And then they're like all up in this and now they're buying the merch and everything. And I'm just like, you literally were talking smack about me liking this, this exact show, like five years ago, you know? So it, it's kind of backtracking yeah, of um now anna, everyone's getting back into it yeah anna used to have a big big phase when she used to be in like used to be like all k-pop j-pop anime like everything around her life revolved around that and that's when we first started dating and i was like all everything i would hear would be like japanese music from her room and all these cute things and all these anime and i was like the like the like the the cool guy you know like i'd be like uh -huh. uh, like smoking a cigarette and stuff like that at the age of like whatever 50 17 18 feeling like a Such badass a cool day, yeah. Yeah, so cool like <laughs> ruining my life every day <laughs> but i'm um, cool guy yeah yeah because you know i don't look at explosions right like if they explode i just walk away 
You just walk away. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I'm a cool guy. But uh, eventually, I, w- I would be like, I would tease her for it, right? But then, like after years, I started kind of liking it. You know, it's like I was like, yeah, J-pop is the shit, K-pop is the shit. I started liking some songs, and then I started watching anime like crazy. And then, I was, and then I just fell in love with like Japanese culture in general afterwards. And then that was like, oh yeah, like that's mm-hmm. something. I like, still wish I could speak Japanese, but I I completely agree with you. I wish I would be able to. Speak I like Japanese. every once in a while I start again trying to learn, and then I just get sidetracked and learn a language that's easier. Like right, right now I'm learning Swedish. For that, I don't know. I've done, I've done Polish. I've done Italian, uh, Esperanto, Spanish. Uh-huh. I'm I do speak learn, some French. I'm trying to. I I used I used to like know pretty good amount of French until I stopped like learning it in school because I yep. didn't have to. And then you, of course, you stop learning it in school, and next thing you know, it's in one ear and out the other, and you forget absolutely mm-hmm. everything. But now I'm it's trying like, to learn. If you don't have to use it, then it it just it leaves you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now I'm trying to speak a little German every day, trying to learn a little bit. Sometimes I'm lazy; I don't learn anything. Well, let me hear it. Nine. That's excellent. <laughs> I mean, I answered your question, didn't I? <laughs> um, um, you know what? No, I'm not going to go for it. I'm going to make an embarrassment on myself in front of all my viewers out there. Come on. Do it for me. Do it for the vine. Come on, Ika. Um, <laughs> I only know how to say bad things to people. That's not nice. That's that's how I started with every right. other language. So. Du bist mm-hmm. scheiße. Okay. Okay. That's like Pretty one standard. Of, yeah, it's standard. Yeah. Okay. Think about it. It's like if someone's like, oh, yo, I want to learn Russian. The first word uh, or um, a combination of words is suka. It's a uh, hui, right? It's blyat. Uh, blyat, exactly. Like, it's just, it's just dick. And then you just you combine them. Yeah. Hello, mein. Hello, mein. 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 Nam is Ika. My name is Ika. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. And then like, um, uh, um. All right. We're we're gonna have a mini German lesson. Okay. Uh, Important German phrases. Ika, are you ready? We we geest Ihnen. Wie geht es Ihnen? Does that mean that's like, how are you doing? Yeah, it's like a respectful, how are you okay. doing? And then that's basically like, I'll stop there because there are other ones I, I can't remember. Okay, here's here's like some important phrases you need to know. Okay. All right. So uh, first one, somebody's, you know, they're talking, they're going on about something. You just want them to shut the fuck up. So you say, halt die Fresse. One more time. Halt die Fresse. Halt die Fresse. That's absolutely correct. So I'm talking. I'm. You wanna. You wanna beat me. You know, halt you die wanna... Fresse. Exactly. Halt die Fresse. Excellent. Next one, also very important. Someone's giving you shit. You know, it's not. You're obviously the boss. You're the cool guy, like you said. But yeah, you, you just need to make sure you put them in in the their place. place. Yeah. So what you say is, "Mucks du auf?" Mug. Mugst du auf? Mugst du auf? Mugst du auf? Mugst du auf? You know, you go in. Mugst du auf? Hey, mugst du auf? Mugst du auf? Oh, God, Ika. Excellent. Excellent. Nice. Make that a sound alert, please. Mugst du auf? 
Mugst du auch? Ja, yeah, and uh, I mean that's that's like that's Oder. that's the two the two important ones really. Mugst du I mean, auf Schlampe. That works. You can really honestly like the great thing about German is you can use any noun as an insult. You can call somebody uh, uh I mean potatoes in other languages as well. Yeah. Call somebody a table, you can call them a goat, you can call them a chair. It all works. And all every, everyone in Germany is so desensitized to you know son of a bitch and yeah, it's yeah. it's like basic, you've heard it so basic. much you know, like yeah. it doesn't even like the most disrespectful thing you can probably do in Germany is go up to somebody and use the informal you instead of the you. You know, uh, maybe if you understand Japanese, then you also know like you you use honorifics to talk to people, right? In Japanese, you're like somebody son or sama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, you could also just leave that away. And that's really like, that pisses people off. Like, you could would... call somebody like son of a bitch on the street. They'd be like, well, this is Berlin. I don't care. But yeah. if you use the, the informal you, the way you talk to friends, then they're going to turn your way. They're going to be like, hey, bro, Mustaf? Mustaf is like, you're not, you're not my friend. Like, who are you, who are you talking to like that? Yeah, yeah I get uh... that. Ika, please watch the song. What, what song? I'm not watching none of that stuff. This is, this is not happening. Um, but, uh. I thought you were going to teach me, like, hello, how much is beer? <laughs> oh, yeah, how much is beer? Yeah. Uh, what, you want, like, how much to buy a beer? Yeah, yeah, because I feel like that's the most important thing in German. Okay, wie uh, viel? Wie viel? Wie viel? Wie viel? Okay, wie viel? No, wie viel. Oh, wie It's viel. Yeah, okay. Wie viel, it means how much. Wie viel? Wie viel? Für? Wie viel für ein? Wie viel für ein? How much for one? And then, and then <laughs> you, you add the type of beer you want. So, wie viel für ein Bier? Did I just say fewer? Or what, what did you just say? No, not <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I just heard that. And I'm like, I don't want to wie say Wie viel für ein Bier? Wie viel für ein Bier? Für ein Bier. Wie viel für ein Bier? Or actually, like you can scratch that. Just the the important one you have to remember is wie viel für Sterni. How do I say beer right now, please? Uh, I beer jetzt. I beer it's beer sofort. Beer sofort. That's what I want. Oh my god, the babe. I mean, me and Anna are planning to come to Germany. Like, so if if there are restrictions, please try try all of these out. So like we will definitely be trying to get I mean not just Germany in general but we are like if we land into if we get the chance to fly we will be going to obviously we, we don't have a choice to but we have to fly because there's a huge ocean in between us and you guys so mm. we're gonna have so to, like we can swim across and not happening I um I don't float that as may, some people may think I do not float on water I sink very fast but I know how to swim doesn't matter though but um like if we're allowed to go traveling we're definitely going to go to Georgia first and then we're going to go to Ukraine and then through Ukraine we'll probably rent a cheap car and then just drive around Europe and or depending on how everything is we might just take the train through like countries and just stay like one or two days in every place and then just come back to Ukraine and then fly back home yeah hopefully i mean like by everything's going like in, like right now new like covid like like strain coming out of Brazil after getting a new one coming out of the UK like a month ago and now a new one coming out from Brazil and all these lockdowns and all this shit and then these people refusing to wear masks like we have a truck 
like a van, not a van. Um, what are the things? An RV, like a small RV that drives around uh, Toronto, uh, blasting propaganda. It's like COVID nineteen is a hoax. All of yeah, you guys are sheep. Yeah, and then they stop on uh, in parking lots, or like where grocery stores are, and there's a lot of people coming through. And then they like put up an LED sign that just fucking goes. And it's like COVID is fake news. Go get more information over from- here. It's, but it's so it's untrue because like I've know people already. Like in the beginning, I was like hesitant, but I now know people who have gotten sick from COVID. Who have some of them who are no longer with us today because of COVID. And that's like like another thing is like you got to be safe, man. And it's, a, it's it's just I don't know. It's a weird time to be alive. You know what I mean? Um, definitely, definitely a weird time to be alive. But uh, my mom works in the in the German. Uh, ministry or well the berlin ministry of health or for the berlin ministry of health so she's like very actively involved with the whole you know what's the situation on the cure and um vaccination uh, and very much <laughs> confirming that it, this is not a hoax i i don't you know think anyone seriously could be thinking that uh after after even just a few weeks of what was happening Unless, of course, you're prone to receiving misinformation. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. uh, one thing we wanted to talk about on the podcast uh, today is a little bit about conspiracies. Um, I guess we have a little bit dwelled into it by starting this conversation, and now I want to ask a question that I really want to ask. Um, what is the like? What is the conspiracy that you believe the most? Because I have one, um, but I wanted you guys to go. Okay, first. I, I, I think I got one. I don't want. No. Right. I have one too. It's right. called Illuminati. Illuminati. Oh god, the basic, the basic. But the I, basic. I, the new world um, order. There's also lizards. lizards. Thank you. Oh yeah. Um, that's the that's one. Uh, I, reptiles and there's, shit. There's a know. weird feeling inside of me that there's like a a 9/11 was an inside job. I kind of believe that. Not even kind of. Like I feel like there's definitely like a aspects of it than being that it wasn't just a plane hit. But whatever. We do that. That's. That's, uh, I just want to say on that, like jet jet fuel definitely can melt steel beams. So no, I definitely agree. It can, like a huge explosion big enough can bring down a building. But I mean, yeah. when, when you really yes. look at it, um, it was structurally designed to withstand an impact like that. But you know, things happen. Let's not. Okay, I, let's I'm not just, gonna get into this. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> like again, like again, like we all have conspiracies that we believe in. Um, obviously, I, I'm gonna go with Anna. I do believe that there is a chance. But I'm not saying it's a fact that there is a human reptilian hybrids, <laughs> and I believe that's a that's, that's very a interesting. Um, I'm I'm playing in a in a um, pulp Cthulhu. It's a type of tabletop role playing, like mm. you know D and D. There's mm. also a Cthulhu one. I play a Cthulhu game, which is the adventure is like there's a bunch of lizard people that have you know they're wearing human skins. Yes. So I I definitely feel that one. Yeah. So there's yeah. A t- Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, that's that, another one. I mean, look, if you really want to talk about that, I don't think anybody with this, like any mind, would ever say he killed himself. Like, I don't, I haven't met one person who thinks he did. I honestly don't know enough about it. Yeah, um, I mean, like, it's the, it's mostly the circumstances leading to the whole point. The fact that, like, the guard who has been working there fell asleep at that exact time, and the cameras immediately stopped working, and then everything started working an hour after everything was done. It's like, this is like a little, like, circumstances of, like, did they really need it happen? It might have been deleted. Again, conspiracies is something, like, I could talk about for hours because everybody has 
I like their own opinion on it. And it's like, I, that's the way I like about conspiracies. The way I think about it, it's just like, uh, there is no right or wrong. And as long as you don't like, you like actually dead on believe, like for example, flat earthers, like, like, yeah, the problem is when you commit to it so hard that you can't backpedal. And yeah, then, cause yeah. that, I think that's the one like really tragic thing for me about, um, watching that documentary was, you know, it's one thing to believe in a conspiracy. And I think a lot of us believe in some conspiracies or at least hold enough interest in them to actively uh, research them sometimes. But when you've committed like so much of your identity and your life to a conspiracy, you've lost all of the other friend groups or contacts that you have from outside mm -hmm. of that sphere. And then it, like even in that documentary, you had the the kind of protagonist guy of it right who was you know super into flat earth but then he was like well you know honestly uh sometimes i'm not sure or you know sometimes i'm even considering if i if i was if i was wrong but i have nowhere to go back like this is my life now and i can't backpedal to a society that yeah yeah i exactly. i, I like didn't even really believe in you know i yeah i think that that's kind of the if you cross that threshold and you fuck yourself permanently to not be able to go back i don't know i i definitely have some some like sympathy towards them in 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 that case i think probably most conspiracies shouldn't be taken that far but then at the same time maybe otherwise if you don't take them that far you don't ever expose that the earth actually isn't a globe so more power to them yeah i agree but uh, again going back to the original question uh we didn't get to answer um who wants to go first what's the what's the conspiracy that you believe in the most oh like believe in the most i yeah. just thought one that i found interesting okay well you can go with that one as well okay so uh i've never like actually super properly researched this but somebody told this to me and i thought it was like from from my knowledge of history i definitely think that this is a believable conspiracy so you guys i'm sure have heard the conspiracy of the moon landing being mm -hmm. fake yes. right mm -hmm. and i don't think that the moon landing itself was fake in the sense that it didn't happen like i don't think there was some kind of green screen and they said like no okay they went to the moon they put a flag there and shit and uh, uh, i mean um, the united states but um what I do think is the interesting point is in that whole decade, right? The, the Cold War uh, raging basically between those nations, they have every, every reason to lie to each other and um, do this for, you know, PR for their own country's nationalism to prove that they were the first ones to be on the moon, right? Or specifically the United States wanted to uh, prove that they were the first ones who got on the moon, put a man on the moon for the end of the decade. And so what I think is is potentially possible is that the moon landing happened, but it didn't happen at the time that it allegedly happened. And that is the conspiracy as it was told to me was essentially either they, um, you know, they just claimed it to begin with and just they had it set up at some other time. And then actually it, you know, went down either before then or after then, I guess it doesn't make sense if it was, mm. Yeah, they had to have some kind yeah. of footage for it, right? But I do think that it makes sense that either of those nations had every interest to, to lie to each other and to 
you know, make sure that in the eye of the public, they look good enough. And I think that moon landing was uh, very, very timely for them. But I really like, I'm not a serious believer in, uh, I, I didn't research this or there's a you know, go, go down, go down the deep dive. There's a movie about that. I just think it's that. to think about. Uh, with the, what's the guy's, the ginger guy's name from Harry Potter? Does anybody know? Ron, Ron oh, you mean Rupert Grint? Rupert, yeah. Rupert Grint? Yeah, exactly. He played in the movie uh, that came out a, a while, not a while back, like within the last few years. That is basically like a, a exactly of what you're talking about. Like the exact conspiracy. It's called Moon Something. Well, probably somebody else watched that movie and then told me about it. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, yeah. It's called Moonwalkers. There we go. It was made in 2015. And it's this, uh, it's a comedy action slash movie. It's about a CIA agent and with the faking of the moon landing in 1969. And it's just such an amazing, amazing movie. And it exactly describes the conspiracy that you're saying right now throughout the entire movie and how they would have had to fake it. And then it... Basically, what they what they were the conspiracy goes into saying is the fact that they were doing the moon landing, but at the same time they were also making a fake moon landing in case the real one didn't go down, just because mm-hmm. they, they want just in case that they wanted to still be the first ones to land on the moon and have a human on the moon. So they were at the same time were making a fake landing while trying to do the real landing in case one didn't work out. And it's That's a, cool. and a, a, it's definitely a worth a watch. Like the Moonwalkers, hundred percent recommended watch. It's an amazing movie. It's about an hour and a half. So definitely, if you want to watch a good, entertaining movie that grabs you from the beginning, uh, I would recommend it. It's definitely a not a kids movie, so don't watch around kids. Or if you're a kid, don't watch it. It has a lot of profanity, uh, excess right, use of. I'll make sure Carlos not in the room. Okay. <laughs> it has excess use of drugs and stuff inside of it. So just. Uh, <laughs> oh! Woo! Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, but uh, how do, I, I highly recommend the movie. But uh, that's the, I agree. I, I'm I think the landing was real. But uh, again, after watching that movie, my opinions have it. I uh, have still not been 100% confirmed. Now, now I'm in, in this indecisive. And what about you? Hello, what enjoy. about me? What? What is your the conspiracy you believe in the most? I will go last because. Oh my God, guys! It's midnight. I missed my Duolingo practice for today. Duolingo. It's okay. We're gonna end off with a little bit of uh, everybody's. Uh, favorite. I don't have one that I like fully believe in. You know, there's not one that I've done research in in order for me to say uh, that. You know, I fully believe in that a little bit more. Like, yeah, I can say like Illuminati and lizards and Epstein didn't kill himself and all of this, but you know, I'm not going into it. Aliens. Uh, there's, there's nothing. Yeah, aliens are real though. That is the one thing that um, I kind aliens. of hold down. In a way, sense. in a way, we're also aliens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we just, I watched. We just, gave us, we just gave us the human name. And you know, I, we just, just called ourselves yeah. humans, but we're still aliens. It's like I watched this new. Uh, I saw this meme where it's like humans land on that planet and the alien, and they're like alien pointing at the alien there, and then the the alien is like, no, this is my planet. <laughs> you alien which is basically to say like obviously like we're also aliens to the to the, if you flip it back and forth but um my my favorite conspiracy is the roswell crash i do believe that aliens have landed on the earth multiple times i researched that one a while ago yes so i believe that uh, Hugh, that aliens have landed on earth on multiple different occasions throughout history at different parts of the planet uh, mm-hmm. and then that's why you find a lot of the similar like um mosaic drawing and mosaic like uh 
like scriptures and sculptures around the world, uh, oceans and uh, across from each other around the same time zones, describing the same thing, but being somewhere completely else by having like angels that descended from the sky, which could have been a spaceship, right? That would allow these aliens to descend down from the from the sky. And that's like, that's one thing I believe in that there's been alien contact with the human world for thousands of thousands of years. The Roswell's uh, crash was just like, has so much inconsistencies inside of it where like you have like all the neighbors and everybody who lived in Roswell who saw it happen claim that this is that like something crashed and then uh, obviously it wasn't an air balloon like the air balloon doesn't have metal fragments that like spew everywhere like mostly unidentified you, metal like, fragments. I, I actually like recently i don't remember why but i i think i got stuck on like uh i looked up oh that's right i was playing tony hawk uh the tony hawk one and two yeah um super getting into that game again and there's one map that you can play on that's called Roswell. And I was like, Roswell, Roswell, I know that name. What is that from? So I looked up Roswell and I went through like 30 Wikipedia pages and read all of them because that's one thing I love to do. And um, what I learned was, I think essentially the the US was having some kind of secret spy. Like, I don't remember if it was FBI or CIA, but they were secretly spying on, I think, Oh God, was it cute? Like the Cuba missile crisis or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of their drones essentially like crash landed and they couldn't officially announce that to the press because, well, it was a secret project. Mm. Um, and so they only revealed it many decades later, retrospectively. And up until that point, um, everyone kind of was convinced that well maybe there there is some kind of uh, alien thing going on yeah and i think the funny part was that even now where um this intelligence agency came out and said no we actually bullshitted like this is our thing mm -hmm. uh we had this drone that crashed but the people in roswell who have now made their living for many decades off of the many paraphernalia and souvenirs of aliens they like refuse to believe it now because well, they have made their whole identity on selling this kind of thing yeah. to tourists as well. And now we're back to the whole, you can never get out of it once you get into it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, like for, for me, like obviously, like I have a personal experience with like um, unidentified flying objects. Like one time we went camping, right? And it's like, I'm, I'm sitting down and uh, I'm going to move my mouse over so you guys can see it on the stream, right? Okay. So basically, like imagine this is like a, like I'm looking up into the night sky. And there's a, a little white dot that's just moving, right? Like it's moving, it's making its way around. And then it just goes, zoom. And it just like, like, and that's when you're looking at something move like that much the distance up in the sky, it has to be moving fast, right? And then it just goes down and yeah. it starts zigzagging. And then it just goes, boom, again. And it just goes up and it just starts zigzagging. And then it just yeets and disappears off, this disappears into the sky. And yeah. like, I have oh. no idea how somebody is able to describe this thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how, like, there isn't a plane uh, there. That, why are we talking about my peepee size? Okay. Um, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> in fact, you, you guys made everybody leave. Oh, hi. Welcome back, Nami. What's up?
<laughs> oh god. Uh friends came back. Oh hi Carla. Hi, uh I'm back. Um we have friends. Yeah, yeah over. I guess they came over. Okay, let me say Sky, come here. Sky, come here. Okay, so we're gonna end off with like aliens are real. Yes or no? Yes, facts. Yes. Oh, oh, I mean, I think it's ridiculous to assume that within the entirety of the infinite universe, we're the only, only. species uh, advanced to the point that we are. I mean, there's there's got to be some other yeah. planet where shit's going down. I don't think, you know, maybe we've got whatever teleporting and light speed travel and shit, but like, there's other things out there for sure. Be kind no, of facetious to assume the opposite. Um, I believe Sky is an extraterrestrial human being. Like oh, I'm sure she is. She's a good girl. Come on. Yeah, she's been chilling with me the whole time. Yeah, but Nemi, I wanna, I wanna end off with uh, one question directed specifically to you. Well, babe, you mute yourself, please, when you're not talking. What is this? Thank you. Um, is that Zone? That's Zone, yes. Um. So my question would be off to, to send you off is uh, just a little bit of a personal question. How have you lived your life being a complete fucking noob that you are? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I love you. I'm just joking, obviously. No, no. But my, I, was, then, I was about to come there and fucking slap you. <laughs> no, no. I love Nemi. I would never say that. Nemi is an alien. She can change hair. Oh, yeah. Nemi just did a human body swap right now. And you guys completely missed it. Like whoever like, thinks I'm an alien, please give me your address. But no, um, uh, on the on the on the real note of the question, um, how has last year been been on you? I know that you're doing a lot of schooling and finishing up your degree, and I know like you 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 have work and juggling all that with COVID, and then you moving in together and everything like that. I want to end up on the questions. Like I want I want you to like uh, just this just explain. Like how how has life been on you in the last year, and like what are you hoping for to achieve in twenty twenty one? Um, I mean, I would say probably relatively speaking, I've been, I I don't want to say untouched by all the shit that's been going down, but I've I'm, you know fortunately been in a position where I can't stay at home, I can't work from home. I obviously I live in at least just fucking like. The Okay. And what do you want? What do you, what are you looking forward to this year? What, what is something that you want to do different this year that you're excited towards for? That's something that you couldn't do last year. I'm angry at Buddy for making that joke. So this is a rage shirt. It's the exact opposite of that. Racist. Uh, sorry. The man, I, I, no, I mean, uh, I think you know, I was privileged enough last year to stay at home most of the time and just work remotely. I mean, I have university classes, have those online, and then I have my job at Jaeger and we have that online. And all of that worked out pretty well, I would say. I mean, I definitely can't complain in, in that sense. Um, I still have my job and I moved into a new place with Carla and we're engaged and that's amazing. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, for this year, I'm, I'm looking forward to going full-time at Jaeger. That's going to be a big change for me is finishing up university. I still have to complete my bachelor and it's like one more month and then I'm finally done and I'm going full-time and I just get to work on game design. 
and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still very much looking forward to the vaccine when it eventually gets uh, here because I am dying to meet some some friends, just hang out, you know, in person again. It's still gonna be a whole whole lot of a long time before things are actually as as normal as I guess they were before. But I don't even. I'm definitely looking forward to to getting back to normal at least seeing some people every once yeah. in a while you know i miss it yeah, like i need it yesterday i was saying with Joanna, i'm like i'm i actually started to stop listening to as much as like electronic and dance music because it gives me depression because i gives me flashbacks to the times i used to go out so now yeah. i listen to more mellow music like top 40s and just relax and stuff like that it's it. <laughs> meanwhile it keeps me waiting for a better time in the future you know what i mean and I have a little party myself and I don't sing too much because if I listen to that kind of music, then suddenly it's uplifting and I don't feel as depressed or as anxious or as whatever. So again, it all depends. So um, on that bombshell of uh, everything still being in this horrible state of like lockdown after lockdown after lockdown, um, just Canada going into a full on lockdown. Quebec is in full on curfew. We're at a stay home order. So non-essential travel. Don't go outside, basically. Uh, again, this is the year started off like this. So we can only imagine how it's going to go from there. But on that note, um, I do want to wish you off a very, 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 very amazing 2021. Um, Sky is just demolishing everything. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, but I want to send you off on a good 2021. I wish you and Carla the very, very best this year. Um, I would love to have both of you guys on in a future episode. I think that'd be very cool. Yeah, I'd um, love to come back. Uh, definitely gonna have a little more topic, but I just wanted to, like everybody to get familiarized with you. I know that uh, everybody, not all of them, know of you, but uh, now that they have, they gotta got to see a little bit of your character. That's why I didn't have any super exact topics of discussion because I feel like free flow uh, conversation is one of the best ways to go because at that point you kind of really like get a natural conversation going instead of like having rehearsed stuff. So like me asking those questions when you least expect them is something that I really like doing because it really makes a person think and the, the answer that comes out is more genuine than the one that you have like really practiced towards too, right? So a surprise, uh, a surprise would be nice, but yeah, I definitely would love to have you guys back on uh, in the future. Uh, Anna, is there anything that you want to say to the peeps before we end up? They say this was fun. I don't know. It's always a pleasure talking to uh, Nemi. So yeah, there's I mean, that. And then Carla's Carla's appearances were also very very nice. And yes, yes, so yes, I do play it. Perfect. It's too bad Ika was here, but I'm I'm sure we'll find. It's fine. Next time, next time, Ika won't be here. It's just gonna be me, you, Carla, and Sky, and then. That's that sounds great. Four beautiful girls. Okay, I'm done. And uh, so, yes and no, I haven't really gotten too much into it. Yes, so Anna plays Genshin Impact now, yes. Uh, Nemi, is there anything that you want to say to, uh, to the viewers before we end off today? Uh, I just want to test your German. Uh, what, what did we learn today, Ika? Uh, what did we learn today? We're telling somebody okay. to okay, shut hold the up. fuck up. Hold what up. are we saying? See, I you know what the funny thing is? I wrote it down and uh you I deleted, deleted the I text del file. I did <laughs> <laughs> because I just opened it up and it's blank. So I just um give me a second. I know one of them is uh v v starts with a V. But I don't know which one you're uh... No, how the one that you know like 
you told me like in proper terms jump oh out. yeah yeah this is this mukst du auf mukst du auf mukst du auf mukst du auf ah mukst du auf schlampe I'm not that aggressive though. I would never say that to somebody else. Yeah, no, like it's something less aggressive than me. Like, mukst du auf, du lurch. That's that's a good one. How do you say back off? Uh, back off. Like what? You want somebody to turn step around back. and walk away, step or back, oh, like yeah. step back? Um, actually, like that one's probably more. It's more egregious if you do it in a polite and respectful way, because that way you're like really putting you know putting it on the person so you're like uh halten sie bitte etwas abstand yeah that would be that's probably the and, and then you tell me how to tell somebody to stop talking yeah halt die fresse halt die fresse wer piss dich what does that mean Oh yeah, verpistig i mean that's like just fuck off oh yes the, that's the basic that's the one Verpiss dich, Digga. Yeah, that one. Oh my Verpiss God. Dich, oh my God. That could have been one. <laughs> I did not read that the right way. Oh, another important one actually is uh, power of small. And that, this one, you always have to be, you have to, it's a question. So mm -hmm. somebody, you know, is, is walking up, giving you some, some, some evil eye perhaps. So you say, power of small, Junge. Power of small, Junge. Yes. That's Excellent. It. Perfect. That's it. My best student. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Namaste. Namaste. Um, but yeah, anyway, guys, thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast. Uh, we had a lot more interaction, a lot. The chat was having a life on its own for a little bit as well. Um, Buddy Crack, I think, has received his most amount of bands in one stream today than any other day. So that's a that's a new new goal. But uh, everybody, thank you guys for tuning in. It's a wonderful having you guys here. It's always a pleasure to uh, go live and uh, be welcomed with open arms. Nemi, Naomi Ceiling, uh, obviously, is uh, an amazing human being. You were doing so Na well. Naomi Ceiling. 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 Ah! <laughs> See, we uh, we had to leave this for the podcast. Remember, <laughs> me pronouncing, me pronounce, mispronouncing the name. So um, let's just say, everybody, hats off to Nemi. Uh, thank you for everybody. Thanks, thank Nemi for coming on this podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure having you here. Obviously, we got a little sidetracked, but two hours and fifty minutes of conversation. You can't really say that we did anything wrong. Why are you staring in my soul? <laughs> oh, just for that one person in chat who was freaked out by it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were staring into my soul. I started getting freaked out. <laughs> but, uh, oh, see, that's cute. I like that. Uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. Everybody, I love you guys very, very much. It is a pleasure. We're going to try to see if we can change the podcast time schedule and make an episode every week. So have a Saturday, every Saturday, have a podcast go off from now on. Um, I am in the mo in the work of reorganizing the podcast layout because I've been using this kind of layout for a lot of different things now. So we're gonna have our own podcast window, which is gonna be cool for the next edition and the new coming Ooh. days. So everybody, stay tuned for that. Other than that, everybody, thank you so much. It's been a wonderful day. It's been a pleasure serving you guys for today. And Nemi, thank you so much for being here, and uh, and thanks Carla as well for doing a stop by, a drop by appearances. They were they were very yeah. very pleasant and wonderful. I mean that was. That was, you know, I just, I quickly ran out, did a dress change, came I back came in. Back in. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what the fuck,
just happened? Buddy Crack uses a, just did a jump scare. I did not expect that, bro. Oh, I, I, we can't hear uh, that. Um, yeah. So next time I'll configure it so we all can hear it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that'd be cool. Okay, I'm cool with that. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll get on working that. Other than that, uh, Anna, thank you for helping me co-host. It's a pleasure always. I think everybody loves uh, seeing you here. So that's of fun. course. And then, uh, and then uh, Nemi is an alien. She can change hair. That's the oh, yeah, wait, I this, this 2021. Life. All right, all right, babe, mute yourself, please, when you're not talking to the boys. But that's okay. <laughs> um, other than that, we should rate somebody today. We should show some love, spread some positivity. Anybody have anybody in mind that they would like to like to rate? I mean, let me. Is Tiku live? Uh, Tiku is not live. Uh, Rocco just went offline. Um, I don't have anybody actually anymore. Maybe you guys have anybody. Me, 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 Rad. Here. Uh, let me let me check for a sec. Trimax. Who's Trimax? Twitch bash Trimax. Who's Trimax? I know Trihex. Oh, dude, why would I rate a guy who has 41,000 viewers? He definitely has, like, no one. He definitely doesn't have alerts, rate alerts set up for sure. So that's the rate is going to just go ignored. Because there's 41,000 people watching the stream. Bro. He doesn't. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Bye, ladies. Vince, I guess we can rate Brad. Uh, if, if, if Brad is the choice right now, if, unless then we can come up with, a, with somebody real quick. Um, so you're under pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. Um, not really. I mean, I would, I would rate you, but you're stopping. Everyone else is kind of already big. <laughs> Uh, what a Ooh, what I don't know. There's, there was, there's one really great pick, but I haven't wait, talked wait. to that friend in over three years, so we're not starting that conversation today. Oh, okay, not to start that conversation today. All right, let's read the rad Brad. Show him some love, everybody. Drop in some big emotes. Go, go, pew, pew, pew. Everybody, thank you for tuning into this wonderful episode. I love you guys very, very much, and I cannot wait to produce more higher quality. And as we go, we get better. We make them better. We produce the higher quality content, and uh, just pew, pew, pew all day long, guys. Honestly, I love you guys very, very much. Thank you for um staying and tuned to my stupidity and i really appreciate that it means a lot knowing guys that you guys be willing to just listen to what i have to say for hours without actually producing anything for you guys so thank you so much for that i love you guys very much nemi again thank you so much for being here i love you girl um, thank you one i know it's very late for you so staying up this late means a lot i appreciate it um make sure you tell carla as well thank you for me and uh yeah hi carla come on say say bye Sorry, I have to do the outfit change real yeah, quick. Yeah, okay, guys. We're, we're aliens, alien, alien, alien body swap real quick. Watch, watch, watch. Oh, hello, hello. Bye. Thank you for dropping by. It was a pleasure having you here today. Uh, I hope you have a good night with uh, and just, uh, yeah, just relax and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Babe, I love you very much. I'll see you in the next room in a few more minutes. Uh, okay, guys. Oh, whoa, whoa. Super body swap. Anyway, there's about 10 seconds left before the raid happens. So we'll, we'll rate the 10, 9, 8, 7. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. When we go to Rad's stream, make sure you give him some love. Show him some love. And yeah, that, that is everything. Everybody, we'll see you guys. Mm -hmm.